welcome to another episode of Drop Frames. It's the second Wednesday. First, no, it's the first Wednesday. When did New Year's happen? On a Friday? Yeah, January 1st. Yeah. What year is we put, it? We pushed the show to yeah. Friday that week. Yeah. If it's, if it's less, if it's less than seven on the date of January, then it's the first of that day of the month or of the year. That might be so the wisest thing you've ever said, Zeke. I have my moments. <laughs> also, I have coffee. You do have the superpower of coffee. That is true. Mm-hmm. That is true. I have not had my coffee yet. Anyways, we have some business to attend to. I, uh, I hate that still a command in your channel. The fucking respect command. What? Wait, what command? The respect command. I don't know what that is. I don't even see it in the channel. Oh, you oh, oh. We, we have found new respect for you. Oh, I didn't even know yeah. that command existed. Who made that? Oh, you did? Oh, no. Oh, never mind that. How does that even it wasn't, exist? That's not on you. No, I, <laughs> I don't I do not do any. I don't touch the channel at all. It's just the, the mods reign free there, you know? I, I I wish I could say I was different, but yeah. <laughs> not really. Barry probably did that. It's Barry's fault. Just like all the issues on the Game of the Year show, you know? Blame Barry is amazing. Blame Barry I love, I love Barry. <laughs> Hashtag leave Barry alone. <laughs> Hashtag blame Barry, actually. I'm on blame. I'm on camp blame Barry. Yeah. It's right. <clears throat> true. Two to one. Democracy reigns supreme once again. We have some business to attend to when it comes to uh, Game of the Year because we didn't finish it up on our uh, most recent show. So we'll be doing our uh, cumulative list, our, our dropped frames list, uh, and figuring mm-hmm. that out. Uh, Zeke had a great idea of taking a look at the uh, 2021 games uh, as we've seen some announcements. We even had one big delay for, I guess, maybe one of the bigger games releasing uh, at the start of the year. So we'll get to that, and then uh, we've been playing games. Co's been lost in the uh, not Path of Exile POE. Uh, <laughs> I've been jumping into Tarkov and Zeke's back in uh, CD Ramathon land. The, the good times. CD Ramathon. Yeah, Ramathon. That's I think that's the name of it, the official term uh, that Zeke's come up with. Isn't that right, Zeke? That's exactly correct. Great. Um, Great. Next year we will be having CD Ramathon. Ooh. And I'll have special guest Rami on the whole week, the whole month. It'll be great. Does that mean that you just? you burn Rami's psyche onto some CDs and then put them into the computer. How does that work? Actually, no, I, think I, just I play every, I play every single game Rami's ever like had a hand in touched anything. Mm. And I just shit all over it in front of him. <laughs> I just tell him how bad it is. <laughs> He'd probably enjoy that still. Rami would still have a smile on his face. <laughs> I have pow- the power to mute his microphone and stuff whenever I don't want to hear it. Yeah. The roast of Rami's creations. Yeah, get him a nice throne to sit in in the top corner in his screen the whole time with a little, you know, like just a, a beer or something. You can just watch the whole time. Now that now that Vlam yeah. beer is is done, maybe maybe that's a thing we need to do. We need to just get Rami on here and go through each of his games and just find and tell him why they're terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sounds great. No wonder your company folded. Sounds like a just sounds well, like content <laughs> to me. Just sounds like content. Well, now that he's a now that he's like a, a paid consultant, company didn't fold for the record. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, now that he's a paid consultant for like devs and stuff, like I don't know if I could afford him. I don't know if I could like someone mentioned that in chat. Like, yeah, I'm gonna have to get rich if I want to pay Rami to hang around for me for that long. Yeah, those consult rates, man. Now, now he's a consultant. Yeah, that's a good well. Point. It's like those people who like uh, uh, spend their spend their most of their lives in politics, and then they get 
like huge like multi-million dollar paying jobs like in the private sector or whatever i hope that's what rami's doing right now like he was in the dev trenches for many years and now he's just like living the sweet life being a consultant i mean his I dev he like hung out with kings and queens of literal con- i think his dev life was just fine <laughs> Fair enough. He, was, he wasn't now having the worst time better. yeah yeah exactly now they're all going to be courting him to come work for their company because he's actually got free time now yep He's going to make mobile games about, for governments. Like, he, he isn't with a company anymore. I wonder if he's going to like start working with others. or has he, has he talked about staying in game dev or anything? Or is he just taking a break for a while? Uh, I, he's definitely doing some consulting stuff. I, I know that he has game ideas because we've talked about it. Uh, but I won't share those because obviously he doesn't want those shared. But You know what? You should tell all of them right now. No. Let's just go down the list. No. <laughs> okay. I don't think I'm going to. Um, for the shot you know it's true it was worth a shot he tried that's what that's what counts um yeah i I think he's still gonna continue doing games eventually but yeah zeke Zeke is correct in that i think he's doing a bunch of consulting i think he's always done consulting i think people just send him copy of uh of the latest code for whatever they're working on and he gives them like detailed uh notes on on said product so yeah he's just that kind of guy in a lot of ways he's very helpful he is he is indeed then he just has a great Twitter. He's more outspoken on Twitter lately. So it's been a lot of fun watching him on Twitter for sure. Anyways, let's get into this uh, Drop Frames Top 10 Game of the Year 2020 thing. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. I was scrambling to find it right before the show because I remembered it existed. Uh, there was a YouTube comment that was useful. I thought we should just highlight that to begin with. Uh, but secondly, I want to give this guy all the credit even though Zeke for the past three years has said we should just assign points to all of our games because this guy went and did the math. <laughs> he, oh, wow. Okay. He, he took the uh, the banner and, and yeah, took the flag and, and went the whole way with it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm just an idea man. Like, I, I'm not, I don't put in the work. It's true. It's true. Uh, Bagram on YouTube, if you happen to watch two episodes in a row, I thought I'd give you a shout out. Uh, he says the Metascore is calculated by ranking. Then we don't necessarily have to do this. I'm just it's it's interesting to me. The Metascore is calculated by ranking each uh, ranking of each individual host awarded with points based on the rank number divided by the number of hosts. Each rank one is awarded ten points. Rank ten is awarded one point. Starting uh, oh. from the bottom with the least drop frames Metascore. <clears throat> so it goes all the way to eighteen by this ranking. Um, we could do eighteen, or we could do the top 10 you guys tell me were there any uh, ties yes multiple mm-hmm. uh, i'd say let's do 18 and we'll just and, and we can kind of like since, since this is the numerical list i mean it would make the most sense to go with it and we can talk about where the ties are and what we would do about it okay all right uh number 18 was chicken police with a yeah. score of 0. 0.33 uh out of one point by zeke so there you go mm-hmm. uh 13 or sorry, sorry. I, I screwed up the name because the name of the game screwed me off. Uh, 17 oh. slash 16 <laughs> was 13 Sentinels. <laughs> so oh, that okay. would be 17 slash 16's place. Also sharing it with AC Valhalla. I'm okay with letting uh, 13 Sentinels be 16 and AC Valhalla being 17. Cool. I'm okay with that. And I'll concede that. Agreed. Yeah. Gavel. Uh, Bug Snacks and Astro's Playroom were 15 slash 14. I don't, it doesn't matter to me which order we do that in. So I haven't played either of them. Yeah. I've played both of them. Zeke, I think, has only played Bug Snacks. 
So by that mm -hmm. estimation, I'm okay with Bug Snacks being ahead of Astro's Playroom since I'm the only one that's played it. Uh, so that would be Astro's Playroom at 15, Bug Snacks at 14, Demon Souls uh, came in at 13 because Zeke hasn't played it, so it didn't, it just didn't get the points, which I'm okay with that. Uh, Ori Will the Wisp at number 12. There is no game at number 11. Doom Eternal at number 10. Spirit Fair number nine. Uh, the Last of Us okay. Part Two, number eight. Mm -hmm. Now seven, six, and five is a three-way tie. So here's where we're gonna have to start uh, having some conversations. Uh, okay. Seven, six, and ten are <clears throat> Half-Life Alex. Do you have a Do you have a graphic to put up so we can so we can look at it? Uh, no, but I not? can I can do this. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna fill this in. The very yeah. uh, amazing graphic of Notepad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, oh. man, simple. I use it, too. Simple's best sometimes. Yeah, yeah I'll just blow Fucking up the razor, text. Fucking grazer, man. Yeah, I'll blow up the text there. There we go. Now everyone can see it. I can even do this and hide the top bar, so you just think it's a white. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Incredible. Whoa! Incredible. I had that saved somehow in the in the drop frames. <laughs> Sources. Anyways, uh, what are we doing here? Cyberpunk, Half-Life Alex, and Final Fantasy VII Remake, 765. Where are we going as I fill in the rest of this list? Cyberpunk, Half-Life Alex, 765. I'm um, okay with Cyberpunk being seven. Same here. I'm I'm okay with that at the bottom. And then it was Cyberpunk, Half-Life Alex, and what was the other one? Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm fine for lowest to top Cyberpunk, Final Fantasy, Half-Life Alex, even though that flips it on my list. I would I would I would put seven above alex yeah so you would do cyberpunk bottom half-life alex yep. and then final fantasy seven yep i'm yep. fine with that i'm okay with that i'm fine with that half, half a life uh <laughs> i got half a life left i got it's it's half a life to lead there you go like that i'm okay with that yeah yeah i'm all right with that uh, and then the other ones were just there were no ties for four, three, two, one. Uh, number four Ooh. was Yakuza Like a Dragon, number three was Wasteland 3, and then the top two, uh, was actually reversed from what I think we were going to say. Uh, Hades at number two and Ghost of Tsushima at number one. Ghost was the only game that all three of us had on Ooh. our list. Wow, uh, I think, I think that's correct. That seems crazy to say, uh, but I think that's numerically going by this uh, this list. Well, I'm still willing to say Hades is number one. Like I have absolutely no problem making it number one uh, for the just for the sole fact that I didn't play enough of it. I could get, I got the idea that Hades could be something like super special in the four whatever hours I played it, but I didn't. I barely touched it. What do you guys think of Spelunky 2? I was just going to say that. Like, <laughs> I, Spelunky, I like that it got an honorable mention as the name of the list. Yeah, yeah, we're playing, we're watching footage of Spelunky 2 here. Speaking of honorable mentions, um, I, I, I'm I, sad this didn't make any of our lists. But honorable mention, Neo 2 came out in 2020. It did. Um, I I kind of, like, chat reminded me of that. I, I kind of remembered it when I was making my list. And honestly, I think it would have kind of, like, Doom Eternal and Neo 2 for me could have 
either been 10 on my list. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I, Neo 2 was a great game. It was a great game. It was good. Yeah. I'm, I'm was. in a weird way. Like I'm more, I'm, I'm more than willing to like let the PC version of Neo 2 be the full release of Neo 2 in a lot of yeah. ways and show up on potential game of the year list this year, even though it's like, it's just Neo 2. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, which is a weird thing. Uh, if you go back and watch the first, I don't know, half of that playthrough, uh, 60% of that playthrough from my point of view, because uh, it would not have shown up on a game. And then you got good. It's true. Well, no, then I got a good weapon. <laughs> There's a difference there. I and still, you got good. Yes. I was still not good, but I got a weapon that was so overpowered that I didn't need to be good. And that's kind of the JP way at the end of the day. Um, it's like anyways. me with open world RPGs. Yes. Yep. Accurate. Accurate. Um, are we Are we good? So Hades, Ghost of Tsushima, you guys, are we wanting to swap that? I'm biased because I put Ghost at number one, but I totally... I'm biased because I put Hades as one. Yeah. So maybe maybe Zeke is the tiebreaker here. Maybe we put all the onus on Zeke. And I think Zeke said he was fine to flip it, so we should probably flip it. Um, yeah, it's Zeke's big day. <laughs> Drop frames. Are we, we flip flopping it? Um, that's a. I mean, it's it's tough to say because you know. I want America well, here, to know. Here, here, here's my he argument. has okay, authority here. to flip this vote. Okay, he has full authority. It's true. Let me make let me make my case here before I before I tell you my final decision on this, uh, Your Honor. Okay. Um. So here's the thing. Uh-huh. I picked up Ghosts of Tsushima, and I picked up Hades, and I played both of them. Uh-huh. But after playing Ghosts of Tsushima for four or five hours. <clears throat> I had this drive to come back and immediately keep playing it. Mm-hmm. Hades had that as well, but not as great. Not as great, obviously not as great as we pulled, since I ne- I didn't like pick it up and play more of it later. So if it were up to me, with that kind of thought in mind, I would leave the list the way it is. This is rigged. This entire thing is rigged. I don't believe rigged. This is, fucking I, rigged. No, this is done. This is it. I will I, say I this is a counterpoint to my own bias. The community did choose Hades for literally everything. So does the community vote weigh in here? Or is this I the, think it's important that it's brought to light that I saw Zeke ripping up paper behind the studio yesterday. Oh Jesus. And Zeke. I mean that could have been Come on. that could have been his You that told been me the, the that no one was watching you do that, Zeke. No, there were there were I, I there are dead people that voted in the audience vote. I want you to know that it was terrible. I think I also hacked I his computer. That, just saying, just just throwing that out there. I connected to the Wi-Fi. It's not supposed to be on Wi-Fi. It, I mean, I told you to get an air-gapped computer. Zeke, you know what? We should just redo the whole list. Let's just let's just so. take it all down, redo it from start. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the <clears> best <throat> way. I think that's the best way. Here, I. I, I do yeah, want to argue is, for Hades. This is our <laughs> list, though. Yeah, correct. This is our, like, because the chat got theirs, or uh, the audience got theirs, and they voted Hades for literally every category it was up for. It's true. And that's, that's fine. But <clears throat> this list is just us three, right? Yeah. Also, looking at this it, list, it I, I seven and eight is just, like, 
that like hurts me to my core. But the idea that other people will see that and they'll get upset at it, I think I'm okay with it. <laughs> the fact that like it'll create so much just anger about Cyberpunk 2077 being a higher game on our list than Last of Us Part 2, I think I'm okay with that discourse being I'm, there. I'm very okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> so... I just wanted to get that out there because I know people will probably discuss that. If if our other YouTube comments are anything to go by. Uh, <laughs> if I could play my uh, my Danganronpa poo-hoo-hoo soundbite right now, I would do it so hard. I don't even know what that is. Oh, hard. Oh, you need to play more Danganronpa then, sir. Uh, I don't know about that. I only do one one giant. Is that? Even, I, I guess you could call that a JRPG, right? Visual novel. Visual novel. Wait, what am I? Oh, I'm thinking of um, Disgaea. That's a JRPG, right? The like high school JRPG so. thing? Maybe. Okay. All right. Anyways, we need to move on from this quick. Uh, Zeke, you, you <laughs> in are. Foreign water. Yeah. yeah we're in bad water. <laughs> Zeke, well, I, I'm leaving. Are we leaving at Ghost of Tsushima 1, Hades 2? Me and, me and Co are biased, so we can't make a call here. I, I'm fine with it. Ghost of Tsushima is a great game. I mean, it's, it's. I think you could swap those, and I'd be okay with it. it anyway, anyway, that those two at the top, I'm happy. Yeah. Is there a way that that we could just have co champions? <laughs> but yeah. No, not after that. No. No. Go get. We have number one. Not. After Sorry, I ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is good. We'll just take away the numbers and give everyone a participation trophy. Good job, guys. You there did you it. Go. I agree. See, I like that idea. Yeah. I agree. There's so many participation trophies that I want to give out this year. There's a lot. Of I mean, I played some really cool diamonds in the rough that just, like, it's sad because I know there's at least 20 games out there. If they had the budget half the budget of these the games that are on the top 10 they would have crushed like there was there's so much potential in so many of the games i played it's just they didn't have the money to see it you know see the potential you know uh to its extent right well let's so. uh i think last time the last show we co-mentioned some honorable mentions of his is there anything else zeke if you want to rattle off a couple of those games that you said were honorable mentions but didn't go into it now would probably be the time. And I'll, yeah. I'll think of which um, ones would probably be on there on mine. Let me see. Uh, anime Standing. Just <laughs> want to give a quick shout out to Anime Standing. Great game. And uh, and Man Standing. I want to give two shout outs to those. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> let me see. Um, I've got my, I've got my, like, my list of games that were released in 2020. Uh, oh, House on the Hill. I want to give a shout out to House on the Hill. House on the Hill was on my like top twenty that I had to that I didn't quite crack the top ten. House on the Hill was that game that I mentioned the way it was the way the story was put together. Uh, it ended. It co-played it. it. It ended kind of kind of disappointingly, but the game like the the oh, enemy right. design, the creepiness of it, the puzzly kind of like what's going on aspect of it was really cool to figure out. That's definitely an honorable strong. mention. That, yeah, that I think could have been uh, that it has a lot of potential, but it was also I think it's also early access still, but I'm not sure. 
Mm. Um, but I really like that game. It was on. It was definitely up for consideration for something. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, dude, goddamn it! Mortal Shell could have been like if it, if it was if it just had some some length to it. It might have been a little bit more. Meat. A little bit, yeah, a little bit higher on the list. It was a great game that I think could have been. Uh, just yeah, it was just expanded a little bit. But man, for I mean. They did really well with what they had. Yeah. I watched the speed run of that the other day. Um, let's see. It was very weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, same with oh, oh, another game that could have benefited from being uh I don't know how they could have made it longer or whatever. It was a nice concise story, but it's hard to it's hard to do hard to put a game that's only like 5 or 6 hours like carrying. Um it's hard to do like a game that's only five or six hours to compare it to games that take you, you know, 20, 30, 40 hours to complete, like put it up against something like that. It's rough, but carrying as a complete experience was fucking great. Yeah. I think it deserves an honorable mention, but it's man just didn't have, it didn't have enough guts, you know, it didn't have guts, <laughs> didn't have enough, you know, content. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, PGA Tour 2K21. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I I think maybe the announcers are the best part of that game. If there if there's a best, I don't even know how best. I, maybe I should have considered for best voiceover, you know, best, best voice acting, because those announcers were just 10 out of 10. I'm sorry. Is this man playing golf right now, or is this a different sport? <laughs> I haven't seen this before. Yeah, they had fun with it. <clears throat> you know, they just had fun with that one. Yeah. It was a lot of fun to play because of that. Uh, what was it? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, um, <coughs> another one that that was. There's a couple of games that were personal that I that I personally like, but I don't I don't know if they would have ever like been a top ten. But like, uh, as far as like card games go, Ring of Pain. Like, I ended up playing a lot of that on my own time. Sure. Um, it it doesn't have the legs that's slay the spire has but it's 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 a similar feeling and it was a really good card game and i like the atmosphere that they created with the game it's really fun um and uh, uh oh maybe uh, the like my favorite put together just strict puzzle-ish kind of game was the pedestrian the pedestrian was you're this little like you know like the walk guy the walk symbol on a street oh, light. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think you played as that guy and you like did street signs. Like the whole background was like street signs. It was fucking amazingly well put together. Um, but it's just a puzzle game. Like, I hate to say that, but it's like, there's not, uh, I mean, the puzzles were intuitive. They were wonderfully put together, but a strict puzzle game is hard to, uh, would be hard pressed to crack the top 10 unless it's a game with, Puzzles and atmosphere a la Portal or something like that. Yeah, or The Witness, something like that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Monster Train also, I really enjoyed Monster Train. I like Ring of Pain a little bit more, though. I don't know why. It just, yeah, anyway. Anything else? You look um, down your list. I, I, I went back yeah, to my list, like. I think uh, Iceborne somewhere is on there, even though it was just the PC version. I played a shit ton of Iceborne. 
Fall Guys didn't end up on any of our list, but I think like we all enjoyed that game. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's probably a in the ten to fifteen range somewhere. Uh, Coastal Neo Two, I can't uh, echo that enough. That probably ends up somewhere on there for me. Uh, I was going to say Mortal Shell, but Zeke beat me to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ge I think Gears Tactics would probably be like somewhere in the twenties, <laughs> like the, the the or the the eighteen to twenties. It was, it was good, good for a first attempt yeah. at a at a tactics game by a company that no, doesn't normally do it. it yeah. Was, Pretty good. I, I feel uh, it, it had issues when it came to like the uh, like the hardest difficulty mode in that game is actually just not even fair. <laughs> it's not even fun uh, except to watch someone fail at it because that's how hard it was. Um, but yeah, in general, it was it was a good, uh, well made RTS uh, or not even RTS. I guess tactics game uh, is what we'll go with. XCOM style game, um, and then probably Flight Sim is on there. I would say Flight Sim's in the 10 to 15 range for me. Um, but going along with what Zeke said, like, it's hard for me to say that Flight Sim is a game in a lot of ways. Like, it's something that I think everyone needs to experience if they can. But I don't know if it's a game. It's like a sim. Like, it's a sim. And that's not a discredit to, like, sims because they're games as well. But it's just, it's a weird conversation. I don't know. Uh, it'd probably be in the 10 to 15 range for me. I think that's kind of the most, uh, for the honorable mentions for me, a lot of the other stuff is still early access, like grounded, I think would probably be, or will probably be really good when it comes out full. Um, Baldur's Gate three will probably be really good when it comes out full. That'll probably show up on a game of the year list somewhere. Uh, what else was there? Oh, and, and uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, definitely in the 10 to, uh, like, 10 to 11, 10 to 12 range for me. Uh, it's a very good game. So, even if it is kind of like a, it's standalone, but it's also DLC. It's a weird, it's a weird game in that regard. So, uh, Co, is there any other honorable mentions that you think you left out? I know I we mentioned most some. Of the big ones. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, Phoenix, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising was, was a really cool game. I, I had a really good time with that one. I definitely like the stuff on my top 10 a little bit more, but it certainly was an honorable mention. That was a, a very good, surprisingly kind of fun game, um, especially with the humor and everything. So, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. All right. I think uh, that's it. There are a couple I don't think there's more anything that... else. I don't think uh, anyone's right. speaking, right? right. <laughs> nope. Definitely not. Zeke, what were you going to say? <laughs> uh, just a couple, a couple of games that really stood out in their... They stood out in their field, uh, meaning what they what they set out to do, they did very well, but there wasn't, like, a lot of, for anybody else who doesn't like that. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh, you're going to mute me and shut off the screen, the whole thing. Okay, I get it. There's always one. It. There's always, if we, if we cut away too quick and my brain doesn't think, you got to uh, un uncheck that box. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, we get one. I, a game that I, I, I hadn't had a chance to talk about that I'd played recently that I think had oodles of potential, uh, but it was indie as fuck. It was a game called The Corridor. And it's one of those, it's one of those like meta, uh, 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 there is no game, Stanley Parable, like yeah. the, the narrator kind of like is your foe. The, the game, it doesn't want to be played, quote unquote kind of a thing and it was it was a short game but it was man it was really really well put together and the 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 humor in it 
was i i want to say super british if i'm remembering correctly like it's super like dry brit humor yeah and i absolutely enjoyed it uh and the other one was oh this was a, a third or excuse me a first person puzzle game um that just drops you into puzzle land and doesn't tell you a goddamn thing uh called zoff z-o-f mm. it just like drops you into the puzzle land and it doesn't say shit no story no nothing no no like here press this button this button's jump it's nothing they just go and you're like oh well shit the game has started i guess so we'll wander around and figure stuff out and it was it was d- delightful i really enjoyed it what about uh, uh, Superliminal, I think was the name of it? Did that uh, Superliminal was last year, I believe. Oh, that was last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. Cool. I think we're good then, at least for another year. Um, we'll, we'll push that list on, uh, on Twitter as kind of our combined uh, Game of the Year list. Uh, let's take a look at 2021 and see what uh, has been announced, what's out there. We also had some, uh, some delays already being announced. Uh, as of this morning, uh, we're going by the Game Informer list. If you want to follow along on your own, it's GameInformer.com slash 2021. Uh, I'm going to, I, Zeke, if you want to pull this up, I'll go for most like AAA stuff. I'll see if there's any big indie stuff here. Um, okay. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, no problem. Right out of the gate, Hitman 3 coming out on January 20th. Uh, there was some news about that the other day that all three Hitman games, I think, combined are around 100 gigs, uh, which is a lot. I think also doesn't Hitman VR release at the same time for like one and two or maybe three is involved with that as well. Um, that'll be, I'm sure, played by us at some point. Um, what else do we got out there? Uh, Everspace 2 Early Access is right. on the 18th, I think. Yeah, yeah. That now, game is coming along really, really nicely. Space Sim fans should definitely be paying attention to that one. Now, is that... You played like a early demo not available to the public right yes but it's the you can now get that i think they made that part available to the public and then the new one coming out they're adding a second system i believe like a whole bunch of extra content a lot of fixes new new mechanics so yeah a lot of big stuff coming out gotcha cool uh what else do we got there oh the medium medium yeah that's that uh that microsoft uh joint the horror game um we'll see how that goes i that got a delay right it, it was delayed to this point, or was it always going to launch in January? I forget. I don't know. The only delay I heard of was today they knocked back Outriders from, like, February, February. 2nd to April 1st or something. Yeah. yeah, we'll see if that's been updated in this list. Um, and then, uh, since you guys are Yakuza heads, what uh, what is in this remastered collection that's coming out on Xbox One and PC? I think that's the, uh, the 3, 4, and 5 remaster that came after Kiwami. They're just bringing it to PC. Okay, gotcha. Uh, that's coming out on the 28th. Moving ahead to February uh i think uh, three four five and six coming to xbox game pass oh oh okay i thought that was already all on there so even better oh six is going to pc too nice awesome yep xbox and pc everyone's out there everyone's here uh february 5th the neo uh complete edition in march okay cool and then oh everything comes out on february 5th the complete edition on ps5 I think one of these is supposed to say PC. They just put PlayStation 5 twice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's coming out on PC as well. Um, Little Nightmares 2 on February 11th. Uh, I think you, both of you will be playing that. You guys are probably looking forward to that. Probably. I think you enjoyed the first one. Yeah. Little Nightmares was a 
a very charming little indie joint that I enjoyed quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Persona 5 Strikers coming out on 23rd. I think that's the Dynasty Warriors-style Persona. Yeah. Um, I'll probably take a look Action, at that. Like the Devil May Cry kind of a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been out in Japan, I think, for a while. Um, looks like that's also coming to PC, which I was not aware of. We'll probably take a look at that. Uh, Bravely Default 2, which is that uh, Square Enix JRPG on the 26th. I don't know why they have a picture of <laughs> I could drag it here, but I'll take it. Uh, oh, because it comes out on PS5 on March the 2nd. That's why. Uh, uh, yeah, because it's 6th. The Song of Life comes out to Xbox One and uh, PC on March 25th. Monster Hunter Rise. Are you guys uh, going to play Co? I guess, maybe more so than Zeke. Are you going to play Monster Hunter Rise on the Switch in March? Are you going to wait? I guess there's nothing to wait for. I think it's only coming out on the Switch. Co? I'm probably going to be checking it out. Okay. Is it, on the Switch. Okay. I don't know if I'm, I'm worried about that Switch. Unless that leak <laughs> uh, comes to be real, where there's a bunch of uh, new Switch, new Nintendo hardware coming soon. I don't know how soon that is, but... Oh, they did say Rise is eventually going to come out on the PC. That it was leaked. Okay. Maybe I'll wait till that. Uh, what it's really else? smart of them doing the doing the, the worst version first for those who cannot wait. Like, you have to do the bad version first. I'm surprised Cyberpunk didn't learn that. Like, <laughs> should just, just release on PS4 first, and then a year later, you can do on PC and... The new consoles smart smart uh here's outriders coming out now on april 1st uh they announced that this morning um they also said that the demo is now coming out on the 25th uh which i think is a pretty smart uh thing to do uh for any game especially a game like that where the hardest part is getting people into it in the first place um so i'll we'll, i'll probably be checking out the uh the demo i've been following it along uh or following along the um I don't know what they've been calling it. The, the like monthly every so often looks at that game where they've revealed classes and whatnot. Um, so that'll be out on the 25th for the demo with the new launch date being the first. Uh, and then we kind of get into maybe not that many actual release dates for the rest of the year. Uh, Humankind, which isn't that an early access or something like that? Wasn't? Sounds fair. Or maybe that is that on Epic Games? I, I thought I saw Burke was playing that because he had like a game. Or he had a, a character in it or something like that. Oh, it's Alpha Access, and there was a beta weekend. Okay. Mm. That makes sense. Uh, near Replicant version, some numbers. Let's uh, <laughs> it out. Okay, so here, here's the thing. I, I actually was like, I looked this up. Okay. Um, the version is the square root of 1.5. Is that how you actually pronounce that then? I don't think so. I think you probably version square root all of the numbers, but... Okay. Yeah. I'm sure there's a reason why it's named that. Uh, Maze got Deathloop coming out. Um, I don't know what Sire the beginning is. Do you guys Looking know what that, that is? One. Yeah, Deathloop looks looks like it'll be good. Uh, do you have any idea what Sire the beginning is? Not offhand. Sire the beginning. That looks to be the blurb is aims to warm your heart and whisk you away on a colorful journey to a home, new home filled with emotion and wonder experience, a beautiful living world where friendship is the only recipe for surviving the unknown. 
I have no idea what that game is <laughs> after reading that. So who knows? Uh, Back for Blood coming out in June. Is that was that only on like a beta weekend when all the streamers were playing that recently? Do, does anyone remember? No, uh. Uh-uh. I think it came out for like a week, but then I just saw everyone kind of like drop off of it. Yeah, I think a lot of people tried it and said, you know, hey, this is kind of cool, but it could use some more work and more development, and then kind of moved on. Okay, that's, that's kind of the overwhelming thing I saw. A lot of people said it was it was looking good, though. So, all right, yeah, could be could be cool. Yeah. It's like a, a very small alpha. Yeah. Mm, all right, uh, for very small amount of time is June. Uh, and then these are all the games that are announced to be coming out in 2021, but still need a release date. Uh, I'll see if there's any, any big names in there. Axiom Verge 2, uh, Zeke, weren't you a big Axiom Verge fan? Or no, 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 I, no, I actually, I just watched the, I watched the speed run on uh, ADDQ of the first Axiom Verge. Cause I was like, why do I know that name? And I'm like, oh, it's the Metroid like. Gotcha. Uh, Blood Bowl 3, Strippin' and Crindor are excited about that. Uh, what else is there? Oh, 12, 12 minutes is the. Did you say anything about that yet? No, no, no. Did I skip 12, over 12 that? Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Is the Groundhog Day one that looked really intriguing? That yeah. That could the, be like a total fucking failure or it could be pretty great. Yeah. It's got some uh, <laughs> big Hollywood uh, actors tied to it now. Uh, like, like Will, I said, Willem Dafoe is it in could there. could be Death Stranding. Yeah, but even Death Stranding was fun to look at, you know? But that's what I'm saying. It, Death Stranding is, <laughs> was both for on. me. It was, yeah. uh, like, really cool and a huge failure. It's true. It was, it was like, a nice, weird uh, crap. Like, a nice, nice, weird sandwich. Yeah. Chivalry 2, man. Chivalry 2. Chivalry 2. I tell you, like, that game is is so wild to me because, you know, Chivalry came out god how many years ago six years seven years and i mean it was it was really cool and people loved it i mean hell i did like chivalry wednesdays for a long time where we would just get together and play chivalry for hours on community servers and then like they just went completely dark and then what a few years later we get mord how right which reinvigorates like the community and, and mord how is a really great new one and it's doing lots of cool things and it's great and the thing that's that blows my mind is it's like I've I've looked a lot about the Chivalry 2 stuff. Um I don't quite understand what's been taking them so long. <laughs> like they, there's been all these opportunities for them to like burst onto the scene. Like if they had come out like sl- slightly before Mordhau or something. Um but Mordhau kind of like picked up the reins of, you know, medieval combat simulator and really has been running with it. Yeah. Um, hell, I saw a, a bigger streamer streaming Mordhau just like a couple weeks ago, and you know it's still going. Um, so I'm I'm very interested to see what Chivalry Two is going to offer. Like, what are, what are they bringing back to the table to make people play it again? I mean, I'm I'm hope I love Chivalry. I hope to play Chivalry Two and have it be really cool. But it's just at this point, I'm a little confused. Like, it's been a long time. Like, did they reinvent the game from the ground up, or are there really crazy cool new features we don't know about? I just it's a little strange. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I can't. Uh, argue with you there. I I had a lot of fun with Chivalry, just jumping in and hacking and slashing people, even if I was completely awful at yeah. it. <laughs> Great game. I mean, it's a it's lot of fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They did make that game called Mir- Mirage Arcane Warfare, which unfortunately flopped really hard. But was that, that was from a pretty the Chivalry? Yeah, devs? that was from the Chivalry devs. Oh. Yeah, they, they they wanted to like make um you know take Chivalry and put it into kind of like this magicy universe, 
and it came out and everything and just did not catch on yeah um at all unfortunately um yeah but yeah i don't know i don't know why also game informer decided to put cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> coming out in 2021 but hey it's on the oh, list. Yeah, I heard that's when the official release date is. It's in early access right now. It is. Um, it's only about you know sixty to seventy percent done. So they're planning to actually release the game. They, I think they said end of this year, or maybe another year and a half. Mm-hmm. See, it makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, this one I had forgot even existed. Dark Alliance is uh, based off of a D and D thing, um, and it's kind of like an Alder's Gate game for consoles called Dark Alliance. Am I thinking that's right that's thing? what the, it's like a couch co op. Uh, game um, that they've I think announced but haven't really shown anything so we'll see what comes oh, from that's that the PS5 graphics update is the cyberpunk that's the that's oh the update. right the next gen shit okay yeah yeah current gen shit it. whatever yeah that makes sense uh, we know when Disco Elysium is coming out with that voice stuff don't we that's in March right yeah they said March okay uh, oh, god I can't I wait to play that game <laughs> very excited uh, I'm, I'm interested because I, I i've heard and i watched a decent amount of uh, uh our buddy day nine and his crew play it um but i'm very interested for you guys to to go through it and tell me how it is because uh, <laughs> i don't know if i can sit through <laughs> the dialogue still on stream i know you guys will now now quick question yeah since it's going to be like a completely different experience can it be up for game of the year 2021 <laughs> I mean, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I think it could definitely show up on top on your your game streamed list. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for game streamed list, we could also add in there EDF. Sorry, it's true. EDF six coming out. Also, World Brothers. Maybe we should have a category on there that's like the top three. I think we do this every year. Then we just forget all these categories that we make up. Uh, but we should have a, a list where it's like top three games that can't be on your top 10 game list <laughs> or something <laughs> like that, <laughs> that just would, would, you would like to be, uh, but they can't because of our rules and stipulations. We need to remember that. Yeah. 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 By, by our own rules, these three games cannot be on our, our top 10 list. That's the category. Someone remind us in a year, uh, Elden ring. I still don't, uh, I have a hard time believing that'll come out this year. Um, Evil Genius 2, World Domination. I remember seeing constant ads for that during the PC gaming show this year. Far Cry 6. Where are we? How do we feel about Far Cry? Uh, with with Mr. S... S oh, God. G- Giancarlo. There we go. I could say that part of his name. Far Cry is an interesting beast because, like, they, they try so hard to kind of recreate Voss almost every time. They do. That's what Far Cry is. Far Cry colon, they let's see if we nail Voss. so hard with Vass that they kind of screwed the rest of the series. <laughs> they did. He was such a great character and he was played so well. And he like, his character was like better than, the little, than a lot of the movie crazies you get. So, um, I mean, the thing that I feel about Far Cry these days is just kind of like, it it's trying so hard to one-up itself. That it's just kind of like, I'll play it. You know, I, and I do know of a few people who kind of like get excited about it. But there's not like a lot of people that are really hyped for the next Far Cry. It's one of those just kind of like, oh, okay. You know, I've, I've done this before. They're going to they're gonna try to make this, you know, this one even crazier than the last few. Um, but it, it definitely is one of those situations where it's, it's they're kind of sticking to the same thing so much. That yeah. those of us that have played through all of them are just kind of like, cool. Like, okay going <laughs> well all right 
getting it's getting that oh, AC I, thing. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's getting oh, that, that really little AC want, thing. All I really want. Can you please, please, just like just for me, do Far Cry Blood Dragon two or something like that? Blood Dragon was so good. Can I can I have it? Can I have it too? I I feel like a lot of ways just as much as Voss is like impacted where that series gone. So is blood dragon. In a lot of ways, like far cry five was just a wild, like uh, out there game. And a lot, of, like the ending of that game is actually fucking bizarre. Uh, <laughs> it goes in a lot of directions uh, where it's like, oh, that's I, the one we played, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, at least the, I guess there's multiple endings to it. The one ending uh, is just out there and fucking wild. Um, so I don't, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, Far Cry is weird. It's a weird game. It, it was fun. I, like Far Cry five was fun to fuck around in for a little while. And then, then you had to do the main story stuff and it was kind of like, ah, yeah, Far Cry. That's right. <laughs> and it just went right back into that. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, I'm hoping Giancarlo can like carry that. Um, but I think that's what Ubisoft has also been hoping for for every single Far Cry release, that their villain can carry the game again. So who knows? We'll see how that goes uh, whenever that actually launches. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo was that game that we all kind of uh, were super into when they announced that. It, I think that was at like a Bethesda conference two years ago or three years ago. Yeah, that's the one with the with the awesome presenter. Yes, who no longer works on the game, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it does look really cool. We'll have to see how that, uh, comes out or when that comes out, uh, what it looks like. Another one. I know oh, that, was, that one was the cool, like with the cool, like floating black shadow bodies yeah. that no one's ever done before. It was great. Uh, uh, <laughs> more advanced so innovative. Really? Oh, <laughs> what was that go? Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. There was, there was Ghostwire Tokyo. And then there was another game with the astronaut. Right, that right? the game that we all thought was the next uh, Hideo project. Is that the one? Yeah, is that the one Zeke's talking about? Aren't those different games? Ghost, no, the Ghostwire oh, Tokyo that... is the one that's in Tokyo that has like the floaty, you know, Japanese horror style look to it. I don't remember what that is. That Pragmatica? I think that's Returnal, isn't it? No, no, no. Returnal is the one about the woman in space and she's caught on that planet. No, that's something right? else. <laughs> oh God, that's a different game. I know what the game you're talking about, but I don't remember any of the names. That's an Xbox game, isn't it? Okay, Chad is saying Pragmata. Yeah, okay, Pragmata. Pragmata is it. Well, Pragmata is the one with the guy right on Earth that looked like Hideo. Kojima's yes. game. Yes, yes, Pragmata is the one. Yes, with the little. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's the one that was the Hideo looking one. Ghostwire Tokyo is the one that looked like um, Shadow Warrior, I think. Right? It, maybe, um, yeah. That sounds more. That sounds more correct. But I don't. Somewhat, I'm not. Positive. I guess it had like the oni and the and the the weird ghosty people without yes. the heads and yes, yeah, that is correct. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Ghostwire looks awesome. That game looks really really cool. I'm super jazzed about that one. They it didn't have a more advanced trailer in a recent show. Maybe the Sony one or something. I think so. Something like that. Yeah. We've definitely we seen too some many more games. <laughs> well, a lot of times that like. I'll be honest. Some of these game names don't stick with you. Like Returnal. Yeah. Fucking no clue. 
<laughs> no clue. The other reason the Ghost Wire no, no, Tokyo stuck with me was because the was the one that had the the. Uh, it was unique because it has like the middle aged female protagonist. Oh like yeah, the older woman. Yeah, yeah, that one looks really cool. I think it looks great. Like, I just planet trying to absorb her or something, and she it's like a rogue light. I don't know how it works, but it she, sounds awesome. Returnal is just a weird name. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it doesn't yeah. stick with you. Uh, but the but game does look cool. Return, JP. No, it makes sense. I get it. I just. I think we'll circle back to we just see too many games. We just play too many games. That's where we'll go. Uh, I don't think this comes out this year, even though they're saying it. I, I would be I would be very surprised if God of War Ragnarok uh, working title comes out this year. I think and if it comes out and it's of the same quality of God of War. One, the most recent one, God of War, I guess is what you could say there, even though that's weird. because it, If it's the same quality of God of War, then... Whatever those guys are yeah. drinking, whatever they're eating oh. on a daily basis, uh, we need to study that because they're actually superhumans. There's no way. Do you think it, like if it releases it. this year, if it gets a release date this year, it's sus, like super suspect, like they didn't put enough time into it or it's going to be short or something? Maybe. Well, not, not necessarily. I mean, if you think about it, like most, a lot of the game that they develop is going to be in the new one. So like a lot of the animations are already done. You know, if they use the kit again, then yeah. that system is already done. You know, they've got like the engine probably working how they want it to. So I, I mean, if if they've got a good management pipeline, that's that's you know, I I can see it. I can see it. Of course, I think nobody wants that game rushed. Right. For the love of God, do not Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven God of War. That would be <laughs> that would be real bad. Yeah. Um, that would be so unfortunate, especially after how amazing the first one was. Right. Um, is it weird yeah. that they're going in consecutive order? 76 77 like disappointments oh yeah. oh yeah no no one's gonna name their game 78 <laughs> <laughs> nobody yeah yeah no here here in about 50 years when they get to all the sports titles they're just gonna skip that year uh <laughs> they're not gonna do a madden 78 it's not gonna happen uh <laughs> ever final fantasy yeah they're skipping 78 uh here in oh. a couple of years no, no, no. I think, yeah, no. Somebody said, is that not a re-release for PS5? No, I think I think because the, the 2021 is in, in parentheses, they're saying God of War, the 2021 release yeah. would be on PlayStation 5. It, yeah. It would probably say God of War with the year that it came out a couple years ago if it was the PlayStation 5 version. Yeah. In a lot of ways, this game got like announced early because they needed it in the PlayStation uh, 5 announcement to like get people excited from a marketing point of view. So that's the working title also, is God of War Ragnarok. We don't know if that's the yeah, actual exactly. title. It's a working title, so they don't they don't know for sure if that's what the final name is going to be. Yeah. Although at this point, with as much PR as it has, I'd be kind of surprised. Yeah, I, I think that's solidified uh, in a lot of people's minds. So, probably. Uh, what else? Gotham Knights. That's that. Uh, the not games as a service. Games as a service. <laughs> Gotham game. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, looked cool when they showed it i don't know actually how well it's going to function but yeah it's like the co-op batman stuff where batman's dead at the opening of the game so see how that goes um grand theft auto 5 is becoming skyrim that's coming out on the new consoles is skyrim coming out on the new consoles has that been announced if it isn't that would be like the end of days <laughs> i mean it had i would think it has to in some in a lot of ways uh Halo Infinite. This one's uh, up there with God of War for me as a giant Halo fan, but also because of the fact that they 
Like this was a launch title that they said after it was shown that they delayed it for a year. Um, oh, this is the the entirely new game, right? Yeah, Halo Infinite is the entirely okay. new game. So I'm okay. Unbelievably curious, like what that looks like with all the headlines coming out over the past couple of months of different devs leaving and devs joining and all that stuff. I, I think that that will be a um, a very much talked about uh, title this year, and for a lot of purpose, uh, for a lot of reasons, like. Microsoft needs a good Halo game, right? They need their like flagship IP back um, doing well to to sell those consoles and maybe even more to sell Game Pass, right? Because um, once you sell Halo Infinite, hey, what about those other Halo games? Oh, you can get those on Game Pass right now. The entire Halo discography of <laughs> like 50 to 80 hours worth of content there. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, this one will be very, very talked about, I'm sure. Uh, what else? Hogwarts Legacy. Are you guys Harry Potter fans? I don't think I've ever asked you this. Are you guys big Harry Potheads? Is that that's what they the fan base calls themselves? <laughs> really? No. <laughs> Harry Potheads. I love it. No, but we're gonna call it. <laughs> that's what no, we're gonna uh, say. Harry wow. Potter. Harry Potter has the same like, probably just a little bit less appeal to me. Like, I like it. It's like Star Wars. Like, I like Star Wars but I'm not going to nerd out with anybody about it, you know? And especially now, like, like fucking, I'm not touching it. And I don't know any streamer that's gonna like, it's fucking poison. The well is poisoned. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> well, unfortunately, the creator is uh, just a, I was going to say, I was going to say the franchise is, is relatively fine. I know a lot of people, including a lot of people that I know, you know, still love Harry Potter and everything. But sure. as, yes, at the same time, the stuff going on with the author is definitely not yes. great. Yeah, by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. Um, I'll definitely play it, though. Like, I don't think I'm a, a Potterhead, which is what they actually call themselves, um, which is whatever. No, not that good. <laughs> eh, you know, it's fine. Um, did, did, you, did you ever take the Pottermore quiz? Yeah. What was my, uh, what, what do they call that thing again? What's the your house? Oh, oh, you're saying yeah. the house. I thought you were saying your what the uh the like this fucking spell the Patronus. The Patronus. Yeah, you're more yeah, of a Potterhead than I am. What the fuck, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember what my Patronus was. I think it was actually something like a a ferret or a weasel or something <laughs> like that, if I recall. Um, and I don't remember what house I got sorted into, Zeke. Okay. Do you did you ever do that cope? No, I I've never really been into. I haven't seen the movies. I haven't read the books. I've just it's just never really been something for me. Yeah, true. No, it was I more say, adjacent. Enough, like I've had friends. Like uh, my girlfriend currently was really into it for a while and stuff like that. So I've I've like I've yeah, Potter adjacent fans yeah. kind of a thing. I'm Gr Gryffindor. In case you guys were wondering, all the way. My there you go. My Patronus, however, was kind of like I was disappointed. I got a I got a cat, just a house cat. I guess my Patronus, I was like, oh, I didn't get like a majestic eagle or something. Like, nah, yeah. you get a cat. <laughs> I was like, all right. But yeah, I've uh, I've already been warned. I will probably have to at least read Harry Potter because my kids will most likely start getting into it at some point. And I will say, the most interested I've ever uh, been in has been this new game coming out, which is again, it's 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 all about. 
the world, but not really like about the story. It's not about it Harry. Yeah, it happens yeah, a long, it's, long it's about time like the, that. the yeah, like it's about the lore and you know the world and stuff like that. So that seems kind of cool. Like I might I might try it out if it turns out that it's actually fun and something to play and you know, yeah, looks good. My fiance is a giant. We have a Harry Potter room in our house. I'm not making that up. And she's never. Oh no, wait. I'm sorry. Never mind. That was Co. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. I'm, okay. I don't know. <laughs> that sounded really accusatory, no, no. and I wouldn't know where it was going. It was really accusatory because if you're if you're like in a relationship with one, I'm surprised she hasn't like bought you house regalia. Oh no, we keep. Like, our- oh my god. Take the Pottermore quiz. We, okay, now I'm buying you Slytherin shit forever, for life. What One of the best parts about me and Aaron's relationship is we don't push each other's fandom on each other. Like, I'm not out there saying, like, you got to get this Groot. I mean, look at this fucking Groot. Look, it's just, it's a plant, it's a Groot, it's great. We don't do that. I know, but by, but by association, like, I know more about spiders than I ever wanted to. <laughs> because we have 30-something of them now living in our house. Well... That sounds like you need to set it on fire and walk the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> My mom would agree with you. Yeah. Also, uh, I'm just putting this out there. I will never visit knowing that now. Uh, <laughs> there are 30 plus spiders in your house that you own. Not that there's just 30 plus spiders in your house. It's that you. Yeah. Yes. By they have, by they have int- intricate, like poly pocket level fucking houses that they live in, like enclosures that they live in. It is insane <laughs> that's too much and i'm learning to love it i really am i'm like oh that's really cool yeah oh, look at this. you know like i'm starting to like by like osmosis i'm getting like the love of spiderdom it's too much for me <laughs> do you guys own uh scorpions or, or just spiders mm-hmm. oh god i actually hold on i don't know if you can see there's the terrarium up there that's uh that's oz that's the great and powerful oz He's giant. He's scorpion. my uh, he's my emperor scorpion, and well, we have a couple. Gonna... There's one of them just had babies, <laughs> like several. <laughs> Don't scorpions have like all their babies on their back, and it looks like a really fucked up, terrifying yep. creature? Okay, yep, yeah. It was it was pretty terrifying when uh, when one of her scorpions had had babies, and she was like, "Oh man, I didn't know." Because they they uh, there's a word for it. I can't remember the, the, the sorry. I moved my camera. Um, uh, I can't remember the word for it, but scorp- some scorpions can breed asexually. Like, they can just have babies. And uh, one of the scorpions she received had babies. And she was like, don't panic, honey. And I was like, what? Because one of my scorpions had children, and it was probably the wrong one that we could have picked to have them because this one is hard to sell because they're super venomous. I was like, okay, as long as you take care of them. <laughs> also, side note, the babies can actually get through the sides of the container because they're so tiny. Oh, also, they're actually highly venomous at birth. So what I'm trying to say is check your socks for the next few weeks. And there's like you know, 24, 25 of them. I I haven't counted them in a while. I named them all Jesus. Yep. <laughs> Man. Man, that's too much for me. I, I had to stop listening to you guys for a second so I could just get the scorpions and spiders out of my mind and just move on. I forgot new year, about new that. Me, you, had, you had to dial down the, the spider thing for the, the grounded game. I forgot about that. Yeah, but that's, that, that, that was because of the size of the, like a, a spider that's 10 times as big as me is scarier than a spider that's like this big, you know? But like a tarantula, I think I'd be, 
Like I've, I think I've actually held tarantulas before, and it was fine. There's yeah. something about the size of that. Also, if the spiders moved like they do in uh, Grounded, and they were that big, mm-hmm. that's Nopesville for me. I don't know why it is, yeah. but it's something about that movement. So, yeah. Anyways, have fun with your uh, bug infested house. During this last five minutes, I've seen three people be like, "Nope, I'm out." Yeah, I was in games, <laughs> not whatever this is. It's nope. very true. Nope, it's very true. <laughs> very true. There are rat hands, not bugs, though. I mean, just just so you. Okay. All right. Sure. You're not wrong. <laughs> what else do we got coming out? Uh, oh yeah, that Hollow Knight. Uh, second game is supposed to come out, Silk Song. I know a lot of people are, are wanting to hear more about that. You guys both played Hollow Knight, right? Yeah. Did you both have like it. you couldn't? I I played it off stream for about five or six hours. Uh, I don't know why I played it off stream for five. I think I actually just hooked up like consoles upstairs and was looking for something to play. But I also couldn't get into it. Co, um, did you play and finish? Did you get through? All- I played. There, there is finishing the game, and then there's getting like the true ending, which involves doing like all a bunch the of things. shit. I finished the game, okay. and I had a great time. It's it's a, it's a very very cool game. Yeah. Um, super Metroidy and just just really fun. Okay. Right. Looking Look, forward to the next one. Yeah, that was my next question. Uh, what else? Is there, uh, Horizon, the the new Horizon game for Ben West. Uh, very much looking forward to that. That'll be good. Big time. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, interested to see i think i'm more interested to see the power of the ps5 with horizon than i am the next horizon in a weird way like in a lot of ways i'm judging what the playstation can do by that game i think that might be like the first big uh first party release um when it comes to like new consoles and stuff so oh there's that hot new game i've heard of it. i am jesus christ i that was in the pc gaming show zeke was very excited huh? to play it you better believe I'm playing that shit. It's PS5? Fuck. Yeah. No, no, it's PC. It's PC. It's PC. Okay, good. I'm Here's playing the, the day one. Yeah. What is that one? Don't what? care. Have I forgotten it? What, which one was that one again? That I am Jesus Christ? I am Jesus. No, no, Christ. you're not. Je- the game. What was the game? <laughs> I don't no, remember. Like, what, what was it? You're Jesus Christ. I am Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, what else? <laughs> I'll Google it. <laughs> I don't know it's on third. <laughs> I I don't know what that game was. I just remember you walked what? around as Jesus Christ and it, the, the commentary, the, the oh, dialogue. Oh, you actually are Jesus Christ. Yeah, the dialogue is funny. Yeah. Walk in the footsteps of Jesus in this incredible first-person retelling of the story of Christ from birth to resurrection. Perform amazing miracles, interact with a cast of biblical figures, and travel around the Holy Land from Jerusalem the galilee become the messiah and i am jesus christ beautiful well read well read thank you thank you uh i want to give like a miracle bar and you have to like do good deeds to charge it up or something that we need to get someone make a game where you play as jesus christ and there's a miracle bar we need it no for chat no i was not making that that was not a bit i was that was actually reading that off the steam page yeah 100 percent real yeah, that is on the yeah. Steam page. Yes. That's why we're all excited for it. Yeah, I am Jesus <laughs> no. Christ thing was a bit. Yeah. Um, someone made a sad face that we didn't mention Hood, and I'd never heard of it, and I'm looking at it. Oh, it looks yeah. Pretty fucking good. Like, it's about Robin Hood, as you might imagine. Yep. But the gameplay and graphics look fucking stellar. It's like a four player uh, co op type deal, right? Where you, where you, oh, is it? I don't know. I, okay. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, we've seen two or three trailers for it. It does look good. 
Hmm. Uh, Kena, Bridge of Spirits looks very good for the PS5, uh, but also for the PC. I didn't realize that was coming to PC. Kerbal Space Program 2 has had a lot of news about issues, right? Over the past <laughs> year, I think is what that is. What are you laughing at, Cope? I, I scroll I scrolled down to the I Am Jesus Christ, and there's a reviews section. Already. And review okay. number one is I Am Jesus Christ video game causes stir. Fox News. It's the first review. Beautiful. Second <laughs> review. A new computer game called I Am Jesus Christ will allow gamers to roleplay as the Good Shepherd himself. New York Post. That's the second review. <laughs> it's just, it just, really just people stating what the game is. And it's like, it's a statement of fact. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I totally. No, no, no. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we were there. <laughs> we're all very much looking forward to I Am Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Co, do you know, or, or Zeke, do you know the Kerbal Space? There's drama around Kerbal Space Program 2, right? Mm-mm. Like, there's been news posts about it or something. Oh, something about the studio. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to get details before I say anything about it. Okay. I only remember doing a little bit of it. Something like they, um, actually, you know what? Let me look it up. Uh, no. People in chat are saying it's not the studio that made the first one. It's an entirely new dev studio. The publisher took over the game, the people from the de- uh and took the game from the original devs, apparently. That sounds right. Yep, I think that may have been what happened. It was a hostile takeover by Take Two, according to one person. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. I don't know what that means for the game, but we'll see. Because it's supposed to come out this year. Uh what else do we got? Another Lego Star yeah. Wars game, oh. the entire Skywalker saga, uh, looked fun. I've never been one to like. I've always appreciated those Lego games from afar, but I've never actually like jumped in and play one. Have you guys seen those games firsthand? Which one? The leg? Any of the Lego games? Star Wars, Harry Potter. Always. I been tried jumping in. Never taken the plunge. Yeah. Yeah, I tried jumping in on a, a Lord of the Rings one that came out, and it's just. I don't know. I, 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 I can't get... I don't get it. It's a Lego <laughs> game. I'd rather play with Legos. <laughs> I don't sure. want to play with Legos on the screen. I'd yeah. rather play with actual Legos. There you go. Yeah, I've, I've never jumped in. Maybe this would be the one. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Is that going to spark a replay for either of you? I'm going to wait until the next one and then probably do revisit. I'm, I may revisit it earlier, but I'm, I'm probably going to wait until we get more information on this new one coming out soon. There's all sorts of crazy stuff being thrown around about the new one. Yeah. So it's it's exciting to see uh, what's going on with all that. Yep. It's just a remake of, of Mass Effect 1, right? Uh, not a remake, a re- remaster. Remaster, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. there's the remasters collection. Well, that, I'm sorry, that's what I meant. I meant it's the yeah. same, same story, all that stuff. It's just updated graphics and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, uh, updated re- uh, updated graphics, better uh, like you know resolution issues and all that stuff. And yeah, I don't think they're changing the games in any way. But then oh, it's they all they, three they, of them. Yeah, yeah, I understand all three of them. Oh, and then oh, they're oh. they're they teased a new one, which is like again, there's so many questions about it. Like a lot of people think it's a, uh, um, it it kind of shows the R at the end, which is one of the big characters of Mass Effect. But at the same time, nobody can really nail down the date. 
Um, there's been like rumors that it may be connecting Andromeda somehow to, to this one. So there's like it's all sorts of weird stuff going on around there. Yeah. That might warrant a new playthrough for me because I'd love I'd love to revisit that the Mass Effect series. After uh, in a weird way, after watching all of the Expanse, I would also be into playing uh, <laughs> more Mass Effect. <laughs> is it your first time going through the Expanse? By the way, it is. Yeah, I've never I had never watched it. I'm I'm done with it. Well, I'm caught up. I should say. You loving it then? Uh, yeah, I think season four was one of the worst seasons, uh, content wise, but like production wise, it was the best. Uh, and season five sure. so far, being halfway into it, uh, excited to watch the new episode today after the show. Uh, it seems like the best season by far. I have to wait. Oh, I you gotta binge it. it. I, can't, I have to. I cannot like sit there and wait. That's one of those ones that I can't do. I yeah. cannot wait for it. I have to wait for the entire thing to come out, and then I'll watch it all back to back. I get it. I get it. Season five has been uh, the best by far, um, both content and uh, production-wise. So yep. it's very good. You should watch it if you're not. Uh, what about New World? Where did you, like, I think we all, me and Co at least played New World. I think Zeke might have saw it. How do you guys, I don't know. New World's weird. It had a huge thing on Twitch. I remember that. It, like, blew up. Uh, and people, there was a lot of viewership for it, but. It was like the most okay-ish game. <laughs> For me to get back into New World, they would have to make some some pretty fundamental changes. The the thing that that even the people that I that liked the game I seem to notice in is people like New World primarily because of like the PvP and and the fact that they can, you know, like have fun actually playing the game. But for people like me that are in the I'm looking for a new MMO. Yeah. Camp, I feel like this, this, you know, we're like the people waiting for ashes of creation and that kind of thing. And a lot of us looked at New World and said, hey, maybe I can spend a few weeks, a few months in this game. In terms of like an MMO, it is an incredibly shallow experience. Like almost no story to speak of. The quests are just cookie cutter as they get. Um, it's just standard theme park quest hub connection. Like leveling up your character is is almost useless if you, especially if you don't plan on switching weapons. You get to a point where like super early, where you like get all the stuff you want for your weapon, including the moves, and then the passives are just like totally uncreative. It's like gain ten percent chance to do this, you know, chance at knock. Like yeah. it's just it's so so shallow. So if you can get into the PvP aspect of it, and that's like your focus. Apparently there's a relatively cool system where like there's regions to take over and you know the crafting at the end game gets a little bit more interesting and open up and you can fine-tune builds and things like that. But if if you're if that's not your thing, then it doesn't seem like it has a lot to offer. Pretty good way to sum it up. Uh I know our I played um, it for like three hours and I was done. I played, I played it. it. I was like I think I'm I was done. two or three days in. My experience was getting into PvP and then getting constantly stunlocked by hatchets, and I was like, "All right, I think I'm okay with this game." <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure I quit it like the next day. Um, that all said, I know a uh, friend of the show, Sacriel, like really enjoyed it and really can't wait to play more. So, also, uh, great, great, another great streamer, Sequisha. Yeah, absolutely loved it. He, he, I mean, he at one point called on Twitter like a wow killer. Dang. I was just like. He must he must see a side of the game I just can't tap into. And more power to him. I mean, if people love that kind of stuff, like that's awesome. Yeah. It makes kind of sense that, you know, the people that come from like competitive shooter backgrounds maybe see, you know, that competitive PvP side as something they can kind of grab onto a little bit more. So you know, I mean to each your own. And I and I and I hope it really works out to those that are kind of looking forward to it. 
yeah. or that it gets more content for people like me that just need more meat on the bones. Right. Right. Um, we'll see. It's one of those games where, or it's one of those things where like Amazon games needs a win as a company. <laughs> they have not really yeah. put out stellar product thus far. By the way, uh, I don't think anyone ever actually expects a game to kill WoW. I think that term is just thrown around today, just I have to say like a really popular game. Something yeah. that people will want to play. I don't I don't think anyone is expecting any game to kill WoW. Yeah, that's a <laughs> a silly term these days. But it does have some merit to it. What else do we got here? Exactly. Yeah, it's just a meme at this point. Yeah. Uh Oddworld Soulstorm. I know Zeke, you played through the entire Oddworld series. You're super into that. Um, yes. No release date for it just yet, but should be good. Um, now, definitively, is this just Soulstorm? Oh, it's a new true sequel for Abe twenty years later. Okay, so it is like a new. It's a full game. Yeah. Game. No, I mean, I, 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 there was mixed like thoughts about it. Like, is it just a, a, a remastering of a remake of like a previous game, like one of the series or a couple of games, but. Seems like it's a whole brand new game from what I'm gathering. So, yeah, I mean, either way, I had no idea how good Oddworld was until I played it and it's fucking great. So I'm super excited about it now. But that's I can say that for so many different titles, like another one on the list, Psychonauts, Psychonauts 2. Fucking hopefully we'll see yeah. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, the first one was fantastic. It's been way too long since we've seen Psychonauts. It's also been way too yeah. long since like this game was crowdfunded on fig or something like that or investor funded on fig whatever you call it on fig uh <laughs> it's been a while since we've seen anything for that so uh looking forward to that uh ratchet and clank rift apart is another playstation 5 exclusive that i'm very much looking forward to i think those ratchet and clank games are always fun to play uh i would be remiss if i didn't mention no more heroes 3 oh yeah travis travis touchdown returning yeah I'm hoping they still have the motion controls, you know. <laughs> really excited for that. Somehow. <laughs> oh, it's Switch. It probably will in some form. Uh what else? Shadow Warrior 3. Do we have, they showed some of that game, didn't they? A little bit. Yeah. The they, grappling they hook really and uh, that's right. Yeah. Uh I'm sure co has been a huge Shadow Warrior fan, so that'll definitely oh, pop yeah. up on a stream. I am looking forward to replaying Shadow Warrior 2 before 3 comes out. Yeah. Big time. Uh, no way. <laughs> uh, what else? Getting into the S's. Is, is below, they're saying below zero is going to fully release this year. Is that, have you seen anything about that, Co? You, I think you have had the most experience with Oh, that. yeah. It's supposed to. I mean, it was supposed to come out before they did the big story reboot after the lead writer left the project. So, I mean, I, I think they announced that the next or maybe most recently released big patch for below zero um finish the story and at this point they just need to kind of like wrap up some of the loose ends and, and get that stuff all tightened up and i think it's going to release oh people are saying is it 30th this month oh cool okay so maybe it's even going to be maybe it's even going to be this well I, i'm guessing q1 um but yeah dude like when i played uh, uh below zero it was cool like even with the old story it was cool yeah it is definitely the next subnautica a lot of great features a lot of fun things to do in it so I, I'm very much looking forward to returning that game when it's done. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to to playing it when it's done because uh, I haven't seen anything apart from you talking about it. Uh, oh, before uh, you, I think I don't know if we scrolled past it, but Resident Evil Eight 
Oh, hell yeah. Village. God damn, I am excited. Is that confirmed for this year? I did skip over that. I didn't even see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and Rust is going to consoles. That's cool. Finally. My lord. That game's having a resurgence right now. Oh, yeah. It's a Twitch. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I hope Resident Evil Village is good. Resident Evil 8. Isn't Capcom... Capcom said some stuff about, like, DMCAing people today for images or something, right? Yeah, well... They released a streamer policy. Uh, if we want to finish up with the game stuff, we can like yeah, we'll talk jump about into that. It. Yeah, yeah, if we want. Yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum. Definitely want to see what that actually is. See how that goes. Uh, what else is there? Vampire the Masquerade. Wait, what is? Is that the full title of the new vampire? Oh no, Bloodlines no, Two. What is different. Swan Song? Swan Song. I think is either there's a there's a visual novel uh game type of thing is that the one that's coming out from the makers of the council uh there's a werewolf one and there's a this is the werewolf, the werewolf one got, got more hype thus far are you talking about the werewolf action game by nakan no it's a visual novel oh swan song is a no, narrative rpg with it's under okay. the same roof of vampire the masquerade it's white wolf i think i believe is the name of it werewolf is a its own game unto itself gotcha okay uh and then bloodlines 2 i think that was zeke's most anticipated of uh, oh, i was thinking of werewolf the apocalypse Earthblood. that's that's the game that's coming out that's the big action werewolf game yeah okay all right cool. um and a con oh and then dark tide this dark dark tide's got some sort of whoa jesus Dark Sword's got some apparently switching monitors. This game was like, well, I guess you want to drag all the way to the top. Uh, doesn't that game have some sort of like early access date? Let me see. Dark That'd be cool. Tide. Dark Tide is a, a 40k version of Vermintide, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. See. Yep. That looks cool. I'm on board with that one. I'll be checking that one out. It just says planned release date 2021. So yeah, I guess there's no actual uh, proper date tied to it. I would imagine sooner than later though with that the trailers look make it look like it's it's pretty much there um and then yeah that's all the stuff that's been announced so far for 2021 so i'm also pretty excited for scorn which is which is the hr geiger fucking wet dream game oh right that's the one that was on the first xbox press conference i think it looked real weird like you said hr geiger uh and heavily influenced yeah um that doesn't have Oh no! It, it, okay, it does not have a a proper release date for it as well. So, I'm sure that will uh, get a date here sooner than later because those trailers made it look like it was pretty far along. But we'll see. Uh, Shut up, nerds! No one cares about Shimigami Tante. Shut up! Yeah, no one cares. About that. <laughs> no one cares about that. <laughs> no, I still have a. Uh, uh, did I put them away? I might have put them away. Yeah, someone sent me uh, three like, like sealed playstation 2 copies of the first three uh smt games oh yeah. that i promised that one day i'd play someday some sweet day is that going to be your jrpg of the year that you spend a whole month on is going to be some smt i don't fucking know i also i also said i play persona 3 this year fes how fez. do you say it fez it's a good game <laughs> it's a good one yeah pc release. But i'll probably play it like hopefully there's been no announcements of it coming to like Steam or anything like that because I fucked up with apparently with Persona 4 Golden 
No, it, it came out just fucking PCs and shit. Oh, that's right. Bike was playing it on an emulator. For some yeah. reason, Bike playing that on the emulator made me think that that game was actually coming out to Steam. But yeah, I don't think there's been any actual announcements for that yet. There's rumors. Oh, good. So as soon as I finish it, it'll be like, new announcement, Persona 3 <laughs> remastered. Accurate. Yeah. Perfect. I can't wait. Um, all right, Cole, what's going on with this, uh, the Capcom uh, video policy for content creators? I'll pull up. I have not read through this. I only saw some highlights. It sounds like you knew what was going on. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, so there were some interesting things about this. So Capcom basically released this, this big new uh, policy thing on how people can use their content. And a lot of it is pretty standard stuff, but there's also some stu- stuff about it that's a little bit new to see in writing from companies. So one thing, for instance, is um, they specifically ping Twitch emotes and say, like, really? we don't want you using any Capcom stuff in Twitch emotes. And if you do, then there will most likely be... Now, the assumption, although nothing in here really says it exactly, the assumption is that they will be utilizing DMCA takedown stuff. So if you do something we don't want you to do, then we reserve it in our right to take down your, your content. So um, that's one big thing they say. Also, interestingly, uh, they say things about monetization, about specifically like making sure that all content pervert, um, that is made with, with Capcom material is uh, free. So like that would, for instance, make it so if you were to do like a sub-only stream of a Capcom product, that they may get you on that, which is interesting because that would kind of like, there's nothing in the Twitch stuff that says like you can't do certain games or certain things behind the sub-paywall. This would go against that. So that would mean that that would need to be, you know, worked on because that would be against twitch kind of not necessarily the person doing it because twitch is the one that's doing that that stopping there yeah um another thing they did that was interesting is they have this thing about spoilers yes now it it, the it says specifically about unreleased products but at the same time there's that line in there like please be respectful of others and do not deliberately push plot reveals on people who are actively avoiding learning about them the fact that they have that in here that's such a gray area does that mean like if you're doing a review on a game and you don't have spoilers in the title and you talk about the story at the beginning of the video, are they going to be like, take that down? Yeah. You no, know, like how, what, what, what exactly does that, are they going to DMCA you or something? Like how There's, would that work? I, I um, know for a long time, like reviewers have gotten guidelines along those lines that never really made yeah. their way to content creators. Um, but that seems kind of taken from a reviewer guideline. Uh, you, yep. were, you were going to continue also, though. Audience appropriate. All fan-created content should be appropriate for the audience of the Capcom games. For example, if you take content for younger audience and make it objectionable, we reserve the right to take it down. So it's kind of like, what exactly does that mean? What is What does it mean to make it objectionable? Like, if you stream a game that's meant for all ages, but then, like, you make a drinking game out of it, is that making it 21 and over? Like, think, what, is, what does that mean? I think what, it's... It's... They're directly referring to probably like something that i enjoy which is mega man uh fanfic it, it gets really graphic i just i don't want to go into it but yeah don't be horny on main about capcom games that's all they're saying yeah it's, it's i mean <laughs> the mega buster takes on a whole new meaning yeah it's it's yeah. terrible it's, it's, it's frightening uh someone in, in cool, chat cool, cool. uh made a statement that i agree with uh, maximilian dude thinks that this is a direct response to their recent large hacks and leaks uh which i oh. probably think is is oh. true because there was 
I mean, their entire lineup for the next like two or three years was leaked uh, in, in a very credible source. So yep. I think that's probably a, a good uh, reason why. Also, uh, Japanese companies do Japanese things, and this is a very Japanese thing. <laughs> so. Also, um, going going down into the next section, inappropriate content. Using Capcom titles to create video and other content, including mods that is illegal, racist, sexist, pre uh, prejudicial to sexual orientation, sexually explicit, disparaging, promotes hate crimes, or otherwise offensive is not uh, tolerated. On a case-by-case -case basis, Capcom reserves the right to take down content that is found to be inappropriate or objectionable at our discretion. So does that mean if somebody's playing Monster Hunter and strikes up a debate about, you know, some random political topic and they start expressing views back and forth, if Capcom disagrees with one of those, does that mean they can take it down? Because it's while you're playing Monster Hunter, like you know, it's 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 stuff like that, little stuff, like little questions that are yeah. kind of like, how far are they going to go with this, basically? Yeah. Or is this just a, a giant CYA, where they're just kind of like, we're just putting it out there, we're only going to enforce it when it's a big deal, but you just need to know it's out there, kind of like to you know nudge people to behave how they want you to. Oh yeah, that's um, that's it all depends Twitch. on how hard they're going to enforce it. That's how Twitch does it, right? <laughs> Sorry, that was too easy. It was too easy. Uh, um, yeah, this oh, yeah. thing's really interesting. It's just interesting. The whole, the whole thing is kind of interesting. It is it is very much kind of like a giant CYA. Uh, CYA is cover your ass, for those that don't know. Um, it does feel like kind of like a big CYA for giving them the ability and authority to do pretty much what they want with stuff made with Capcom titles. Um, so... You know, I mean, it's going to be interesting. We haven't seen too many of these from too many companies. You know, maybe this kind of thing could become the norm. But this could also be, uh, you know, a warning shot over the bow for them being like, we're going to start really policing our content. And we're going to be pointing back to this every time we do it. Yeah. You know, as a, hey, we told you kind of thing. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's interesting. We're going to have to see. I mean, we have to we have to consider that this was probably put through a lot of committees with a lot of people. It's a lot of man, man hours they put into it, a lot of resources, you know, before they made something like this public. Why would they go about spending all that? What would be what would be advantageous for Capcom as a company to be like, this is worth our time, money, and resources to make? So we have to think that there's some kind of end game with a document like this. Yeah. We'll find out. We'll see where we go from there. A um, couple other bits of news. We'll take a break after that. Uh, the Dishonored co-creator is working on a new arcane game with Dishonored and Prey developers. Uh, Co, you're, you're a huge Dishonored fan. Uh, any other tidbits? And Prey. Even bigger, dude. Even bigger well, Prey, true. to be I honest. I forgot about that, yeah. Prey 2017 yeah. was a phenomenally underrated experience. Uh, we would all love a Prey 2 at some point. Well, those of us that loved it. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, I, I can't wait to see what they're coming up with with this stuff. Um, funny enough, not only was that like a big kind of like cool bit of news today, but there was a second kind of almost related big bit of news today um, where there was a uh, position opening up at InXile. And this position at InXile opening up is looking for an art director to work on their ambitious first-person AAA RPG running on UE5 to, quote, help the team transform that direction into mind-blowing game visuals. That's a weighted statement. Damn. Okay. And this is coming off the heels of Wasteland 3. Yeah. Uh, which was pretty freaking great for many of us. Like, really, really good. So, uh, especially knowing that the Microsoft resources are now bolstering these, these little uh, initiatives here, this is a very exciting thing to hear from them. So, 
yeah hopefully brian fargo uh and, and the team will have some news for us in the nearest future because i would love to see what they're going to be doing with that yeah maybe some kind of big bard's tale five kind of thing or i don't know man there's Let's a see. lot of ways they could there are a lot of things they could do with that could also just be something brand new so for those that haven't looked at it by the way bard's tale 4 is awesome go get that game yeah. great game i think zeke will echo that as well just throwing it out there um respawn entertainment uh titanfall apex uh are working on a new game that will let players quote adventure forever i don't know what that means i don't know if that's like a games as a service they did they toned it down i i no no they i think they actually took it down i remember i saw that too and followed it up and i think the article said at the top they actually rescinded whatever that was how do you rescind that statement though <laughs> I mean, well I, uh, I think they did let me let me let me check let me I, if someone I has think the, you just say the word rescind but it says i rescind that uh, it says I rescind update, that word, right it says update january 6 at 5 a.m eastern the job listing link below now goes to a blank page with the descriptions uh stripped out the job itself no longer listed on the vacancy pages so yeah yeah so it may have been too early or it may have been like somebody shooting it in, not meaning to make it public yet. Maybe they didn't want the news to pick up on it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we've also come up with a new term for this game. We're going to call it a live service. <laughs> uh, we think that it could really kind of encapsulate what we want from the project. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft hmm. is out there apparently asking Series X owners if they would be interested in a PS5 DualSense features. Uh, or sorry, in PS5 DualSense features for the controllers. Um, we'll probably see something. I, I think that the PS5 controllers generated enough conversation around it that Microsoft will probably put something else out there, especially with the fact that they already have like the Elite. Um, they'll probably make the Eliter or something <laughs> and put some PS5 uh, DualShock stuff in it. Um, Minecraft Earth is closing down in June. Let's see if there's any other bits of news. We are due for a break. Uh, anything else that you guys have seen uh, that you want to bring up? I'm just kind of going off the, the latest and greatest, not necessarily everything the past week. First week, of uh, a new year is always kind of a dead zone for a lot of big news moments. So it seems as such. Uh, In the world of gaming, that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's other, obviously, giant news yep. uh, going about. Um, all right, I'm going to stop scrolling. Oh, the medium put out a 14 minute gameplay thing, uh, for those people that were maybe interested in seeing any more of that. Um, I've not looked at it at all, but I think that is good. What is this? Tune into the monster hunter digital event, January, 2021 for big, uh, big news and reveals on monster hunter rise. That's on the seventh. Uh, that's tomorrow at. 6 a.m. PST, which is 9 a.m. Eastern uh, for their Monster Hunter digital event. There's also the Path of Exile uh, event tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern, I think is when that uh, announcement is going out. So, or the announcement stream uh, is going out. Um, I think that's it for news. Oh, then we mentioned it earlier, but Everspace 2 uh, early access teaser uh, trailer is out there as well. So, cool. Let's take a break. And then we'll come back and talk about uh, some not Path of Exile, uh, but another POE. Uh, Zeke's been doing, like we said at the start of the show, some uh, Ramalama Ding Dong, I think is the name of his. Uh, that is right. Yeah. The third annual <laughs> hashtag Ramalama Ding Dong 
is going strong. Going strong. We're uh, entering uh, day four yeah. pretty soon. And then we'll talk about my love-hate relationship with Tarkov, uh, <laughs> which is a uh, it's a weird game. Uh, we'll talk about all that and more right after this. So don't go to our more drop frames coming up. We'll see you guys in about five to six minutes. Welcome back, everyone. Going into the second half here of the drop frames. Uh, where do you guys want to begin? What should we talk about first in terms of what we've been playing? I think me and Co have only been playing one game since last week. Uh, <laughs> I've been playing Targov and Co's been stuck in the world of the continent. Of, let's see if I can remember the continent of. It's not dead. Yeah, this is. Eora. I knew it started. I was, I knew it started with an E. I kept going to Eorzea, but that's a different fucking game. <laughs> yeah. It's close yeah. though. It's close. The Deadfire Archipelago of Eora. Yeah. And yeah. It's been it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. Uh the the first DLC for Pillars of Eternity 2 is one of the better DLCs I've played. Like just, Dang, just put a period on it. Blanket. Um it it's really, really well done. There's very cool creative mechanics. The the levels in it are are fun. The main story is interesting. There's twists, there's turns. Uh, and it does some really cool things to shed history and, and shed light on the history of the world as a whole, including some of the major events from PoE 1, which was really cool. Um, I just finished the second DLC today, which is Slayer Seeker Survivor, which is kind of fun because it's basically just a very combat-focused DLC that you go through a lot of different type uh, arena-type things. And they all, you know, many of them have gimmicks. There's also a storyline that goes through that that you have to help solve. And, and all sorts of different things can happen during and uh, yeah, I mean, it's been really cool. And then the third DLC I'm starting tomorrow morning, which I've been told by many people is the best one Thanks. called Forgotten Kingdom. So very excited to uh, to be checking that out as well. It's looking it's looking really cool. This 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 game, when I played it, when it came out, was buggy, unbalanced, had all sorts of problems um, and, and was honestly like it was fun. It was OK, but it definitely ranked near the bottom in terms of like CRPGs I had played. Uh, and the main story was just not very engaging for me nearly at all, even though the way they told it was good. Uh, now that I've come back year, year, two years later, yep. um, bal the balancing is much better. There's been an entire balance patch for many of the classes. Difficulty has been adjusted. There have been very few bugs compared to my first one and almost no quests are broken in any way. Uh, and the DLCs really add like a whole bunch of content. There's also world bosses that I haven't even tried yet. So it is a, it has become a very solid CRPG. For sure, it's 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 gone undergone a lot of love, um, to be sure, and it's been a really good time. <clears throat> to jump into the the finer details, what what do the world bosses mean? As someone who's played this game, what do the world bosses mean? <laughs> world bosses, I think there's four or five really tough giant raid level fights. Huh. Okay. I haven't done one of them yet. Yeah, I'm curious. So, like multi multi tiered multi. I've heard they're just huge, incredibly difficult fights. So they're they're designed to basically test parties that have accomplished everything else there's to do in the game crazy um yeah. for me the the biggest shock watching this footage is that this game actually runs it not shit fps because <laughs> i remember it being like You're running great sub yeah. 40 uh but this looks to be like solid 100 plus uh oh, yeah. it looks really like good running without any yeah uh, i have noticed some people have been asking me if i've been getting uh hitching issues though so i think there may still be some options on some computers i am very thankful to where i'm not having it i am uh to be fair they're running it on a 119 million dollar pc 
Yeah. So that may have something to do with it. Uh, my processor runs on children's dreams and science fiction, but it's it overall. I think it's uh, it's it's come a long way. Yeah. How, How do the Heisenberg uh, compensators work? Are they... uh, pretty well. I do need to use okay. uh, full of condensers on them, and those get a little bit cool, which can kind of cool down my office a bit much. Uh, and the energy, of course. I mean, we all know the energy on those is kind of crazy in terms of requirements. Yeah. But um, right. you know, they're maintaining. Good. If you're at all lost, make sure to go watch the uh, Drop Frames episode from 2020 with Power uh, from Power GPU. He'll he'll fill you in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that, I'm building a PC after this. If you guys want to. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> do, you, do you have your wrist your wrist strap? Uh, your static discharge wrist strap. I, I do. Oh God! They sold you on I, that. I have this. I have a mat. That's a box. I have a. I have a mat, like a, a anti-static mat. Oh, I have with the, a grounding. The, okay. wrist, the wrist slow jackamator for for that. I've got, I've got this. No, that's for a photo shoot later. That's not anything there. Um, don't look at that. Okay. Um, I've got. Oh, I've got all kinds of stuff. I've got uh, thermal material remover. Oh, did you get the Arctic Silver? I, I got yes, Arctic Clean. There you go. The Arctic, they Arctic make the best thermal stuff. Thermal surface surface purifier. Ooh. <laughs> I might tune into that stream. <laughs> it might, might be an absolute mess. Um, uh, going back to, uh, I keep wanting to call this, I'm just going to say PoE from now on, and people can figure out which one I'm referencing by the video playing. Uh, going back to PoE, difficulty-wise, did they like, did they do any passes on that? Uh, Co was it made? I don't want to say easier, but like there were definitely issues with the difficulty back. It was in the, made harder. Day. Okay, significantly harder. Yeah, yeah. Like PO, POD back in the day, what it did was it didn't properly balance some of the encounters to the higher difficulty requirements. So now it is it has been made much harder, especially like near the beginning of the game. M simply more enemies for um for encounters. Uh, enemies will hit you much harder than they used to. Like, uh, you know, there's there's even normal enemies on on POTD can kind of like two to three shot your casters, no problems. So it is it is it is harder for sure. I'm also not playing with level scaling on. So if people want like a real challenge, you know, turn on level scaling and that'll oh. be every fight will be the kind of thing where you're needing to to focus. But I kind of like that feeling, especially in a game of this this length, where your party gets to a point when you can just kind of put combat on two X and leave it in real time. And like walk up to an encounter that may have given you trouble in the past, and your guys just like go through and give everyone. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of like that every so often. Yeah, there's a there's a fun feeling of power creep there uh, when you yeah. just obliterate people. I I get that. I get that. Um, someone in chat, uh, Harold Ronan, is asking, uh, "Are you playing at all with? They like put in a different sort of way to play this, right? Is that turn based yeah. mode? When you start the game, you can pick turn based mode. Unfortunately, you can't switch during it." Um, but you uh, can play turn-based mode at the beginning. I've heard turn-based mode is a lot of fun. I've heard it's it works pretty well. They did have to kind of finagle some mechanics to have it work properly. So like some of the mechanics, for instance, in real time with pause will give you speed increases, but everyone in turn-based mode gets an action. So there's like some speed stuff doesn't really mean nearly as much in turn-based mode. The only thing that I've been kind of warned about is if you are going to play the game on higher difficulty levels where mobs get a ton of HP, um, expect your turn-based mode to take significantly longer because there are fights that will take, you know, just a few minutes in real time with pause with your 2X on that will take like 
you know, 15 plus minutes just because of the sheer amount of HP you're having to work through Dang. and every turn has to go serially. So something to keep in mind. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, how long, how long was your playthrough of the base game? Uh, I'm not done with the base game actually. So I, oh, okay. I, the, the DLCs take place before the end and I didn't do oh. everything there was to do before the, the DLCs. But I think I was, before I went into the first DLC, I think it was about 50 ish hours about 50-ish hours, so, and and then the DLC, the first DLC took me more than a couple streams, so probably eight-plus hours for the first DLC. Second DLC took me, I think, about six hours, but there's a lot more I can do in it. The second DLC, you kind of, these three different sides, and you pick a side, and then you kind of work through that side to the end game where it kind of funnels together, and I've done that side and finished in about six hours kind of the, the main backbone, but there's, I can go back and do the two other sides, and then also... They gave me quests to go unlock like more stuff in the. They actually give you quests to go to different parts of the world, collect artifacts, and then you bring them back, and that unlocks other challenges in the arena, which is kind of cool. Huh. So, gonna be doing that as well. They changed the so, ship. Uh, did they change the ship stuff at all? Marginally, um, huh. they, they they did change the ship stuff a little bit. It's a little bit more intuitive, but I mean, it's like eighty to ninety percent the same. Uh, they did do an option now, though, is whenever you get into a, a ship to ship combat on the map, you can just click a button to board them. So just like you can oh. just go right into the fight if you want to. So and nice. you can also flee from them there as well. Um, try to get away from them. So they 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 made it so it's a little bit more intuitive and give you more options, especially from the first round version when the game came out. Yeah. Um, but the actual combat itself is a little very similar okay um did the dlcs add any like new classes to it or is it still pretty is it just story dlc is it, i guess um, the question the dlcs are mostly new classes there's a few uh sidekicks that are utilized more in the dlc so you can get some flavor dialogue and things like that there's a new companion in one of the dlcs as well um there's a bunch of new items and they do oh. kind of introduce this new trinket system where instead of a grimoire uh you can actually get trinkets that give you like mini spells and things you can use during rests so there, there are new stuff in, in that regard. Um, but the level cap is the same through the DLCs, and there's not really many new abilities outside of the trinkets and things like that. Lots of new weapons. Lots of new gear. That's cool. And uh, also lots of new bindable equipment, too. The stuff that you bind, and then you, like, complete mini quests to level them up and get them new features and things. So yeah, stuff like that is in and working well. Yeah, seems like a completely different game from the one that I played on, uh, on launch, because just seeing it in, in fluid FPS in itself is a stark... Uh, contrast to, to what I remember from the game. So it's cool. How many more uh, streams do you think you have of it? Finish it up this week? Um, I don't know how long Forgotten Sanctum is. I've heard it's like the best DLC of the three. And I yeah. loved the last one. And the, and the most recent one was good too. So um, I'm probably going to be at least doing another two all-day streams, like tomorrow morning before my normal half day. I'm playing it for the cozy stream tonight, do some cleanup and stuff. And um, then probably Friday we'll do it too. But I think I want to start Stardew Valley soon. I'm going to dive into the 1.5 of Stardew Valley. Oh. So I don't know when that's going to be yet. Okay. And uh, then I got some other little events going on this weekend too. So yeah. probably I've got at least uh, more than a few streams left to get everything done that I want to. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Stardew, I saw Dan just got to the point where 1.5 starts showing stuff. Uh, or sorry, the 1.5 content starts showing up in his game. And he said it's it's huge. It's more. It's just yeah. crazy. I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. Very excited. And it took him, I don't know. Yeah, from my estimation, a week to get there, uh, just to play through the content already in the game. So, yeah, it's crazy that game still continues to get more and more content from the solo dev uh, that makes it. So, Zeke, what is the CD Ramathon? I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to butcher your your uh, your month. <laughs> not, 
month-long event? DC Ramalama Ding Dong. No, no. Uh, <laughs> month-long event, week-long event. How, how long does CD Ramathong last? Now I just said uh, CD Monday. Ramathong. That's that's a different show. Completely. There we go. No, yeah. That, yeah, that's where I have dumps like a truck, 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 and guys are like, "What? What? What?" Nice, accurate, different Very thing. Nice. Yeah. But no, CD Ramathon. Uh, this is actually the third, third annual. Uh, this is third year of doing it, which I did not, uh, did not uh, plan on. But it's been. It was such a big hit the first time and second time. So it's like, let's keep going with it. So it's a month of January, the entire month of January. Awesome. Um, uh, last year, I started a bit late, a bit into January, so it ran over for like a week into February. But this one. I started on the second, so it should should end right uh, on Sunday, the thirty first of January, I believe. Cool. Um, How's it going? But it's going great, man. It's going great. I didn't realize how many CD ROM games that I had received over the years from just from viewers. Like every single one of the games that are up for playing, like on my game, like I had thirty of them, thirty CD ROMs, uh, CD ROM games that. People just sent me, which I absolutely am so thankful and grateful for that I have a community that's like, oh, dude, you got to play this or, you know, that, the, that kind of thing. And they sent me all the games and stuff. Uh, sometimes there's little snafus <laughs> like um, the uh, like when I tried to start Deus Ex, like the original one, CD-ROM from 2000, did not realize like these special something, something like it, it, it said special something edition on it. Uh, where do I, I have it somewhere, it's right here, oh, I threw it away, anyway, it had a label on it, it said, special edition, oh, there it is, there we go, okay, it said, right here, at the top, special limited edition, I was like, oh, sweet, what is that, that's gonna be awesome, Means it's a fucking demo. <laughs> it's a goddamn really? demo disc. Yeah, they only have uh, it only has five missions on it. Oh, okay. uh, so that it it says de- it does not say demo anywhere on it, and I had to have like someone tell me like I don't think that's the full game, and I was like, what? It's special limited edition. <laughs> and then I went and looked it up, and sure enough, like all the Google like the Google machine told me that the special limited edition is only like five missions in the tutorial. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So the first four hours of, of CD-ROM was off to a great start. Cause I, not only did I uh, not know that, but also like I tried to get the CD-ROM to, there's something that doesn't communicate well with my PC to the capture card the capture card was bright enough that the audience was like hey i can see everything like that you're seeing it right there it's like cool i can see everything but on my monitor i it was so fucking dark that i couldn't like it was hard to play the game so we spent a long time trying to fix that shit and then once i found out like yep this is just a demo like it's not even the full game or whatever i went I'm not going to spend any more hours trying to fix this game or play this game if it's not the full version. So someone in my chat was nice enough to tell me, like, 
the full version is on its way. It'll be there like January 13th or something. I was like, great. So I went and I pushed Deus Ex to the side for a minute. And then I started playing Arcanum um, uh, for the last half of the day and the next, I think the next broadcast at least. Um, and Arcanum, I mean, it runs like an old game. I mean, it runs like it's from 2000 because I did not put any patches on it. I started I to do, say, like, I, yeah. This looks... I, wanted, I wanted to look exactly like it did when it released. That's kind of like the 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 heart and soul of CD Ramathon is, and I I have to say it every every day. Like, well, you know, this game's available on GOG. I'm like, <laughs> every single day, at least a dozen times a day, I have to tell people like, yeah, did you read the title of this of the whole theme of the month? <laughs> I have to play it on CD ROM or it doesn't count. Um, yeah, motherfucker. I know exactly. Yeah. Uh, slitty fungus. Um, but yeah, so it, it, the frame rate is just garbage. I have to stop. Uh, I have to like close alt F4 of the game, restart it to get the FPS back, the FPS machine back up and going again. So like a and memory then, leak or something like that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Jump back in the driver's seat. <laughs> Yep. That's how it used to be back in the day. I mean, everyone. Oh, fuck yeah, man. I, I, had a, I had a metal <laughs> crank and I was, you know, cranking it all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'd have to like shut the game down, we'll save it, shut the game down, restart it, get it going again. Um, but uh, for, for being from like 2000, I think it was 2000, 2001, something like that, for Arcanum. Man, it's a fun game. And the dialogue is fan-fucking-tastic. Little did I know, I, I I have yet to confirm this for myself, but the people in chat kept saying, like, this is the same people who created uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, the first one. Um, and I went, that makes absolute total sense because the dialogue is clever. It's funny. Uh, I'm playing a build where it's... I didn't realize how many backgrounds they had for the characters in this. Like it's pick, like picking a background, like in D and D when you're like, I'm going to be an acolyte or I'm going to be a hermit. Like it's those, there's tons of them. There's so many of them. And I went through each and every one of them. And I fell on one that said bride of Frankenstein. And I was like, Oh, this could be fun. <laughs> the attributes that? of bride of Frankenstein are not necessarily good, like better or worse. However, um, it's not a low int build like her, like the intelligence of the character is average, but they, they explain it like the connection between the brain and the mouth, since you're a construct, like you're Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster doesn't work. So you get all the dumb, dumb choice dialogue choices and it's fucking hilarious. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you come at, you talk to everyone like you're a caveman or like you're a, a fucking Dinobot from uh transformers you're like me me get gold for crush head like it's the whole way through and it's fucking great i'm having a blast with it and it's so good because they changed the dialogue this is something that i had no idea it's so intricate they changed the dialogue like choices and what the what the npcs say to you based on that so you'll come in and they'll be like hello welcome to my shop be like 
me want armor and the guy's like oh great you're an imbecile like he'll say that like to your face like oh shit we got another dummy all right we have armor to sell you you buy with gold like they'll fucking talk to you like you're a fucking moron and it's so good it's so well written um it was very surprising um i also like the fact that you can switch uh between real time and turn based you don't have to do either one. I'm I'm personally I love turn based, so I switch that on every time we go to a battle. Like this clock will stop once an enemy like uh, starts attacking, or once your and your like party like sees a uh, like a wolf or whatever. Yeah, it'll stop time, and then you can like oh, okay. So now you like click this, and then I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna heal, then I'm gonna throw a grenade or whatever. It's fucking great. It's really really a lot of fun. Um, however, some of the age does show on it and it's it it does get a little bit like difficult to play based on like you know the fps and you know oh just 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 like just stresses of being an old game however i do want to come back to it i only played it for uh a stream and a half so like 10 11 hours i do want to come back to it and i will be playing it uh with all of the bells and whistles and like the updates and shit and i'll be playing it on gog or whatever however how i can get it because it is a good enough game that I could definitely see myself sinking some hours into it uh, uh, exclusively. Um, it was It's that much fun. It's one of those uh, diamonds in the rough that people were absolutely correct about that I'm just, I, I had so much fun with it for the short amount of time that I gave it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. this is like one of your favorite games of all time, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Is it? I would have known that. I wouldn't have known that the first two games that I picked for CD Ramathon were Kill Carnage's favorites ever. No one told me that ten times a day. Hey, chat! Next time you're in Zeke's channel, you should remind him frequently about that. Nice. No, um, it's, like, it's actually it's become kind of a running gag that like uh, someone says like, "Oh, another co game, great!" And I'm like, "Who does not own these games? These games have been out forever." You know, many other people besides him have played these. You know, it's very just, true. That's true, but I mean, they are mine. Exactly. He does own them. Get inordinately irate. But yeah, they are mine. Yeah. Uh, but no, Arcane uh, then, is amazing. Oh. You can play this game however you want to. Like, the story is all over the map. There's, there's like, it, this is one of those games where it's like there's coded, uh, there's coded ways to do like all kill playthroughs. You can just kill every single NPC. And like, they have a way to make it through the game that way. You can be the good guy, the bad guy. You can work with the demon get dudes. You can kill the demon dude. Like, it's just, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, it's a fantastic game. Yeah. I had to look up yeah. for my own interest to see uh, what came out first, this or Diablo 2. Because it, it very much looks like a Diablo 2 interface to me. But obviously the story stuff, I think, is much more involved in this game than it was in Diablo 2. But about a year difference, Diablo 2 came out first for those curious as well. Um. What's the max level in this, Co? If there is, is it is it level based? There is a max level because uh, you do make builds and stuff like that. I I want to say thirty uh, ish. It's been a it's been a, I've only played it again recently. Um, yeah, and there's but the thing is is you can also go like many many different ways with it. You can do like tech or you can go kind of like physics based. Um, you can do magic. Fifty? Uh, Chad saying fifty. Oh, okay. Okay. Damn. So yeah, but it's it's um it's a very big game in terms of what you can do with your character. And there's a sliding thing too, to where if you go all magic, then some tech stuff won't work with you. If you go all tech, then you can't use magic items. 
Um, it gets to the point even where there's like a fast travel system with a train in the world. And if you become too magical, they just won't let you on the train. <laughs> so it's like, they're like, yeah, you screw with the, like, I, you screw with the train. I think that's works, the so. plot of Harry Potter, actually. Uh, Probably. I think that's how that works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so people, people have informed me. Uh, they informed me then, but they're solidifying it now that uh, Arcanum is a CRPG and the C stands for Co. I did not know that. So I'm yeah. sorry. I apologize for misspeaking. Okay. Yeah, he they bought are your games. Getting the word out. He bought the rights the to that a couple of years ago, and now he's he's starting to mm-hmm. you know enforce the the law as it were the law as it were. Yeah. Uh, and then oh, and then I played. Uh, we don't have to spend a lot of time on it because it's okay. I understand. Then we <laughs> then we played a game called Man Enough. So yeah, what what do you actually <laughs> like? Do I want to scrub around in this uh, vod or it's honestly. It is super tame. Um, I will. It's 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 one of those one of those games where my specialty uh, is dating high profile women. So you're in luck. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's a dating sim game where you have these five women that you meet at the gym and you have to like charm them into going on a date with you, and then uh, you answer a shitload. Like I had no idea how many. I thought this game was going to be super fast, but you answer a ton of questions while you're or you do have a ton of responses while you're on the date um it's it's no worse than like usa up all night if you remember that it's like it's sure they get close-ups on cleavage and butts but all clothed there's no no like it's it's i I, barely pg-13 like barely um so yeah no like nips or nothing so you don't have to worry about accidentally showing anything like that gotcha um at least not yet i didn't fucking finish the game um (laughs) which i thought was weird i thought like oh this is gonna be like a four hour game and i'm gonna be done with it it's there's actually quite a bit of fucking content in there uh they loaded down with like like verbal like or uh visual novel questions and stuff like that but the reason why the thing that kept me interested because it was made in 1993. It has a 1993 like sensibility to it, which <laughs> not super sensitive and not like, uh, like, I don't think it would be a stretch to say like, this is, it's a little uh, misogynistic, a little chauvinistic, very man, man, man centric centric, but it's so fun to, to see that and laugh at it. And you know, the shitty goddamn pickup lines that you use are just, just gloriously bad yeah um it's leisure suit larry they actually i am i kid you not there's a clip out there where one of the people in the game makes a reference to larry laffer and they say the word leisurely and i'm like they totally like referenced leisure suit larry three times in one sentence it was great because it's like that old leader suit larry games were like this loser who's trying to you know get laid and he never does and it's all tongue-in-cheek and it's all like you know jokes and chauvinism and and you know like ex- exploitation stuff yeah but if you go into it with a with a then that previous knowledge it you can have you can have a lot of fun which we did and it was super goofy oh boy <laughs> uh done with it you, it seems like you spent a couple days with it so Good to no, move on. I, I, 
I did. Yeah, I, I spent one stream, so like eight-ish hours with it. I had uh, uh, four of the five. We made it all the way to the end. Uh, I called my mom. If you want to watch the VOD, I, it was pretty great. I called my mom <laughs> and had her do the choices for me. So, like, make some of the choices during one of the dates. Smart. And uh, funny, she did just about as well as I did, or me picking people from Chad to make choices. Like, all did probably about the same. Like, same success failure rate. But yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Nice. What's uh um, and next yeah, what's up next, next on the list? The uh there's the top four oh how it how it's gonna work for me, uh, and I think this is the best way to do it, is it's going to be like hype choice, my choice. Hype choice, my choice. So hype choice was uh Arcanum and uh, uh Deus Ex. My choice was man enough. The hype choice is now up for grabs because the top four hypest were uh, pretty goddamn close in the, on the list. And it's up on Twitter if you want to vote. But it's between Icewind Dale, Command & Conquer Red Alert, Space Quest 4, and Dungeon Siege. So Ooh. you got 21 hours left to vote on that. So if you want to see, if you want to have a, a voice on what I play Ooh. tomorrow, head to my Twitter and check it out. It's my pin tweet. I'm trying... Dungeon Siege was a fun game back in the day. Dungeon Siege Icewind too. Dale are saying, man, it's a tough choice. Icewind dude. Dale, though, is like kind of a classic in a lot of ways, where Dungeon it Siege is, is like a, a cult classic. classic. Yeah. I think also they, and granted, you're playing it from the CD, but I think, didn't they like re-release Icewind Dale with H, like widescreen or HD graphics or something recently? I got to think that that got some sort of re-release. <clears throat> Maybe? I forget. Yeah, I honestly forget. Oh, it was the enhanced. Okay, yeah, Chad is saying there's an enhanced version. So there you go. Zeke, prepare yourself for did you know there's an enhanced version of this? <laughs> You're playing the the CD Ramathon uh release version. So that'll be a thing. Uh what uh, Zeke, for people that are wanting to send you uh CD Ramathon things, do you have a uh are you are you open to that? Like how do you source your uh, your CD ROMs for those that uh, are curious? Hey, um, it's just like any other thing. If you want to send me, you have to consider it a gift. And by that, I mean, You're there's no it. expect, there's no expectation of oh. me playing it. Okay. You have to send it to me and, and know that I might never play the game. It's possible, but it, that's, that's the deal. And it's worked, worked very well, you know? Okay. Like people still want to send stuff. That's great. Uh, and I, I am absolutely grateful. Uh, but there's, I'm sure there are some games that I've been sent that I will never, ever touch. And <laughs> that's just the way you got to look at it. So if you want to send me stuff, thank you. But I will look at it. Don't, I mean, I will consider it, but it just got to let you know, like maybe it doesn't get played or maybe it doesn't get played for a few years there because go. I have so goddamn many of them now that, uh, uh, we'll never get like 30 and i didn't even i didn't like scour it i was just like all right let me think 30 the hypest okay and i recognize this title yeah and i just put 30 together and i'm probably gonna get through like eight maybe nine ten if we're really super fast <laughs> yep makes sense yeah. uh i've been playing some tarkov tarkov is a very weird game i feel like ko went through the spiel uh a while back and so a lot of it will probably be echoing that but yeah 
Go ahead, Zeke. Your first time jumping in? It is, yeah. Uh, okay. I watched a decent amount of... I wouldn't say a decent amount. I watched streams of it, uh, and I heard Co talk about it uh, when he was in his Tarkov stint. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, how do I? I don't even know. Like for people that have never seen it or or interested in Tarkov is like if you took the complexity of Path of Exile and put it next to a uh, realistic shooter like. Um, now I'm blanking on the name, like Arma, uh, and combine the two of those into a singular game that also had like some arcade shooter elements, but also not. Uh, it's wildly complex. Um, and it's, I got a lot of questions when I was playing it, like, hey, should I play this game? And my initial response was no. Uh, <laughs> unless you're going to like spend 20 plus hours being absolutely lost and just dying and not like just jumping on the struggle bus and like accepting that you're going to be on the struggle bus for 20 plus hours, maybe even more than that. Uh, then, then maybe play it. Um, but there is, there is very little, uh, the, the, the like line that Tarkov fans, I think, uh, say is like the lows are very low in Tarkov and the highs are very high in Tarkov. Um, and it's, it's one of the truer statement when it comes to describing a video game. Um, a perfect example yesterday for me, um, I was in a map for 20 minutes, something like that. I was playing a, a PMC, which is like my character. So I was bringing my own gear into a game, <coughs> sorry, into a round. And I was walking around for 20 minutes. I saw two dead bodies. I looked at the two dead bodies. I said, that's probably a setup. Walked over to the two dead bodies and some rat, which is what the community describes uh, the, st the style of play as was camping the two dead bodies over in like a corner somewhere and just like killed me. And I said like, I think I'm good. Like, I think I understand this game. I think I'm, I think I under, I think this might be the last day that we played Tarkov. Uh, cue like an hour later, I'm in another game as a PMC and I've killed like three people. I'm sitting in a fucking uh, building, constantly healing myself, uh, trying to make sure that I can hear the people approaching the door got like the perfect shot set up. They walk into the door. I kill them. I get a fourth kill and I extract. And it's like, it's like, oh yeah, this game's great. This is a fantastic game. You should definitely play this style of game. Uh, and that's like quintessential Tarkov to me. It, it does not get uh, a better explanation of that. It is unbelievably frustrating, but at the same time, if it works out and you have like a decently okay run, uh, there's not really another game like it. Um, and a lot of a lot of times I get the feeling that I used to get when I was playing Arma BR before like BR was a big deal. The original Battle Royale um, back in the Arma three days. There's a lot of that where you're just like walking around in a map and you don't see anyone. You don't really hear anyone. Maybe you'll hear a couple of like faint shots off in the distance. Uh, but then you extract and you're like, all right, I got a little bit of items and made a little bit of cash on this run. Great. Then there's other games where you spawn in and you're in a spawn where there are two spawns next to you and you know that a fight is about to happen. So you just hunker down and like wait for that fight to happen. And then you die, you know, two minutes into that round. You're like, all right, that's Tarkov. Let's, <laughs> let's figure out what the next run's going to be. Um, so it's, it's a, it's an interesting game. It's also a game that I think requires a second monitor in a lot of ways. Um, Cause 
these maps are wildly um well they may seem like your first run through or watching someone play they may seem empty if you look at a map there's probably i don't know a hundred plus interactables or a hundred plus different things that could spawn in there that you want to like take out of the map and put in your inventory and extract with. Um, so like on my second monitor, I have a giant map uh, from the community that like, I'm looking at it right now. I guess I could like pop it up uh, just so people under understand um, that it's just so complex. Like you have to have this thing off up. Even if you're a pretty experienced I, player. Dude, I have one folder in my entire bookmarks collection one yeah tarkov maps yeah like this this is Still a map there. of one of the maps i didn't mean to interrupt you but yeah just so no, no. it like there's a lot going on <laughs> like you oh and god god forbid you zoom into that sec that section at the north there yeah. yeah yeah i was gonna say like that's just the two buildings that are right that's below just there. this right here <laughs> yeah of all the different spawns that could happen. Typically on this map, this is a map called Customs. It's like not the default map, but it it's close to as any if there is it's a default a map. Starter map. Yeah. But I mean, uh, no yeah. map is a starter map in Tarkov. <laughs> it's the I, I've played twenty hours solo, and it's the only I've only played this map, and I feel That's like I I've barely scratched the surface of this game. I understand like certain things. Um, most like experienced players will spawn in. They'll know exactly where they're at in the map and they'll make a beeline for dorms because this is where like a uh, majority of the loot can spawn, but there's also going to be constant firefights in there. <clears throat> and the game is uh, unforgiving in the firefights. If you die, uh, you will most of the time lose all of that stuff unless it's insured. There's like an insurance system before you go into a map, you can insure your stuff. So if it doesn't get taken out of the map by the time the map closes, Within 24 hours, uh, like an NPC will go and collect it for you and send it back to you. But if you're bringing good items into a map, another player is going to take those items and you'll never see it again. Um, and so, like, you got to be able to, like, have... No, they call it gear fear is a big deal, uh, or is the phrase within the community. Like, you have to have no gear fear because even the most experienced players in the game can catch a bullet randomly and just die. And there's, it, it like... I, I think someone was telling me like the most experienced players have anywhere from like 45 to 60 percentage of um, uh, extraction rate. Um, the like accepted community average is like in the twenties extraction rate is like getting out of the map alive. Um, right now with only like 14 or 15 runs, I'm at like 45 or 46, but I play very cautiously and like, I don't, necessarily seek out fights so it's it's not super indicative of uh like skill level or anything but yeah it's it's an incredibly difficult game that it's it's one that's very hard to recommend to people uh, but if you're able to like get past that giant giant mountain of of the beginning it seems very rewarding um and there are diehard fans for this in a lot of ways there's there's a lot of parallels between this and path of exile i would say um Path of Exile being a lot less uh, or a lot more forgiving <clears throat> in the as uh, in the aspect unless you're playing hardcore, I guess. Maybe maybe there's more parallels between this and hardcore Path of the Exile. Uh, that might be a better correlation between the two of those. So it's a lot though. There's a lot going on. Uh, Zeke, I can see kind of the gears turning. So I hope you have <laughs> questions. Well, I, I, yeah, just uh, are you like 
the the um I don't want to say addictive nature, but you know, like the 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 replay value is it is it does it got hooks in you? Um, yes and no. Like it, it's <clears throat> the the actual game itself, like from a gameplay perspective, is fine. I think the hooks are um, there's a leveling system and there's also an in-game quest system. And like getting those quests done and getting the levels, getting to level ten, and, and I'm only. I think I'm eight or maybe even seven at level 10, you unlock kind of the auction house. Uh, and that's when the game like starts to really open up because you can actually start buying the weapons that you want. If you have the money for it, um, rather than just like finding the weapons. Um, like for example, this gun right here that I'm using, I took this off of a body. This is a vector. Um, and this is like one of the better guns in the game. And the only reason that I know that it exists or found it is because a level 20 player, or wait, I don't think this is the vector. Maybe I find the vector after this. Anyways, I got a vector yesterday. Um, and I got it from a level 20 person. And I never used it before because I didn't know it existed because I can't buy anything. And so the only reason I found this gun is because I killed a player with it. Um, and it's like wildly better. Like it's it's like phenomenally better than any other gun I've ever used. Um, that is a vector. Oh, okay. It is vector. Yeah, yeah. I don't even recognize it. That's how like not familiar I am with a lot of guns. Uh, by the way, the reason I'm playing so cautious here is because there's a guy on a mounted gun that had a buddy that was shooting through that building after he'd already knocked out both my legs and you have to go and like heal your legs before you can move. So I was in that building for probably, I don't know, 10 minutes, something like that. <laughs> Just like hanging out, listening. Uh, and like that was maybe my first um, mounted gun. Yeah, there's like a there's a mounted machine gun up on the um, map that you can like spam shit with. They um, reworked customs, didn't they? I guess, yeah, maybe from the last time you played it. Yeah. Oh wow! It was a nightmare because they were spamming the corners where typically a player would like sit, and so behind me, I literally had like machine gun rounds going through the wall, to which I was just like, "All right, I'm fucking thin like paper. Let me, let me just, get this <laughs> just like." Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> Bullets would fucking wave by me. Fucking that gun! Fucking that gun! Yeah, yeah, and like you'd have to, you'd have to like listen, and you'd hear, like you'd hear, like uh, if you walk by a brush in the game, uh, it makes a very loud noise that sounds like someone walking next to brush, and noise is king in this game. So if you hear that, like you're me. Oh god! Okay. There's a guy over here, then like a machine gun round would go off. So you'd go deaf for a second because your volume is so fucking high because you want to hear all this shit. Um, and so like that type of stuff is super fun uh, because then it's like you're escaping from Tarkov, right? Like I have this incredible gun and you can see me right here. I get spooked the fuck by this PMC or this uh, this scav player that was an actual player scav or AI things that are in the game, AI uh, mobs that are in the game that players can take over. And so like... I haven't gotten past the idea of being scared shitless when a single bullet goes off next to you because you have to play so loud. So I'm like fucking jumping and like freaking the fuck out as I'm getting shot. And it, it, luckily I was able, cause this gun's so good. I was able to pull off a shot and like kill a guy, but there's a lot of like getting over that stuff. Um, and that, that might be one of my biggest frustrations with the game is that you have to play with your audio pretty high that, Anything in the game spooks the shit out of you. Like, oh, is this just stuff that I found right now that you're freaking out about? Um, yeah, I mean, just, you're just casually finding a paracord in there and all that. Paracord's you know, not as, as much as it used to be. 
but yeah, oh, I also yeah? I also don't think I grabbed the paracord here. I forget. Um, but yeah, like it's meticulous. Like, you, you have to go in there and like you find a bag. You can't just like take the items out of the bag. You have to search the bag, and that takes an right. amount of time. And then if you find sure. an item you don't know, you have to like, what is this item? And then it takes like three or four seconds to like figure out what that item is. But um, you can like go like go up to the thing, grab the bag, and search it later. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You can. But it's also you absolutely yeah. Can. yeah. Like, but you're wearing a bag, so yeah. the problem is like you almost never go into these events or these these maps without like already being ready to pick up loot. So you can't like run up, grab a bag, carry it off, and search it. You have to leave your bag with all the stuff in it. Um, so like what yeah. what sometimes what people do is if you like oh, get so an you early can't put drill, a bag in a bag then. No, you can. You, oh. you can, but but it doesn't. Yeah, like it's 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 they're all they're all size locked. You don't get more space for doing that. Um, sure. But okay. what's kind of what's kind of wild is like if you um, if you get into a game and, and somebody has a, a pack on like you have. And then if you don't have anything yet, if you kill them, you can just run up and like drop your pack and then pick up the person's pack and throw it on your back unidentified and then get to a better spot. So yeah. yeah. You can't you can't put bags and bags and bags. In fact, that's how you store them in your stash a lot of times, unless something's yeah, changed. You'll no, you'll see here in just a second. The so the bag that I looted is one of the biggest bags in the game, which is why I tried to extract. It's like a tri-zip bag, I think, like that. But those two giant purple bags on the right, Zeke, uh, the one on the far right has i think seven bags in it so you just put a bag in 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 a bag with ah, loot okay. in it and that's like a way that you get around because you have limited it see that that entire thing there on the right that's like my inventory and so that stuff exists right. out of the game but that's all so, the I mean, inventory it's, space it's semi-realistic it's semi-realistic in that like you have a suitcase you put a duffel inside the suitcase you put a backpack inside the duffel you put a fanny pack inside the backpack, like that kind of thing. Yeah, but it's also not realistic because it's like, I'm going to put six of the same size bags inside themselves. <laughs> and it, it could literally go okay. in infinite times. It's just that's how the system works, um, which is a little bit weird, but it's it's just how the system works. Um, what you're seeing I here is- I is, love how someone like, corrected my absolutely zero knowledge of the game examples like, no, the duffel only has eight uh, eight slots. Right, and that that never work. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm not just taking dude, a real world example. That that's that uh, you're speaking to like uh, the Tarkov community there, or speaking about like they are super fucking hardcore. Um, oh yeah, man. Yeah, that's why I probably will never touch this game unless I have a super duper expert like Athos or Sekra like guiding me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, and that was honestly one of the reasons why I was reluctant to jump in because like I knew going in, hearing Co talk about it and seeing a handful of, of streams, like I knew going in that it was going to be super uh, ridiculous in that regard. Luckily, Chad is like pretty knowledgeable about that stuff and was was able to help me get over that hurdle. Um, and I'm I wouldn't I would say help me like stand up maybe is a better way of saying it. <laughs> I haven't gotten over the hurdle yet. Uh, yeah, I, I don't understand shit about this game so far. Help you recognize <laughs> gravity. Right? Yeah. Things yeah. fall. Yes. It, so say, it, say it again. I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, it's so funny when you, when you stream this game or even when you play this game, um, people are like, all right, before you actually load the game, you need to make sure you got a map of whatever you're going to run up 
And then you need to pull up this entire spreadsheet of bullets so that you know what bullets are best because bullets do the penetration the and penetration oh, yeah. and the, oh, yeah. you know, the velocity is all important. And like, you can dump like uh, 40 rounds into someone's chest. And if they're wearing enough armor, they're going to do zero damage. If you've got that FMG, it, you know, do you oh, have uh, Eloheim's clip handy. Uh, I can I'm get having, it. I can get it real quick. Yeah. yeah dude, I'm having flashbacks to working at the pawn shop. Oh God. <laughs> People just want to talk guns all day. It is definitely. They want to tell you about grain count and like, JP. And all that. <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, I just oh, looked it in, in okay. chat there. Yeah, I was almost there. This, this here is the perfect example of how, of why it is so important to understand how the armor penetration system in escape from Tarkov works. This is a, a friend of the show here, Eloheim. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. This is from like two days ago. Yep. I think this is a it, uh, AI. He is player. using a pellet shot, I believe, on a helmet that has an incredibly high armor value. So there is basically that setup almost nothing you can do against that specific thing you can see he's just unloading into this guy and one one big complaint about tarkov and something that i think a lot of us are really hoping they add in at some point is there's absolutely zero impact uh inertia transfer systems in the game so if you fire at a guy point blank like that with a shotgun um the person like it barely even touches him like normally, even, even if you have full armor on, you get hit at that distance with a shotgun, you will be flat. Like you'll be flattened by the force that is put into your body at that point. Um, but there's no systems like that in Tarkov. So uh, when the armor pen doesn't work, it just doesn't work. You're, you're basically like tickling him a little bit. You're, hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? With a shotgun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, well, I mean, we know, it's we all know. On your back. But just saying, if you, if you unload somebody with a shotgun, it's going to have more of an effect than them just kind of being able yeah. to look at you like, hey. What's up, guy? Well, we've, you know, we all remember when the, find their the vice president shot a dude in the face with a shotgun and he lived. It's probably, you know, the reason for that. Well, yeah, a little, <laughs> little different. But. <laughs> well, no, I, I absolutely get it. It's like, I mean, yeah, there should probably be a little bit more reaction with a point blank shotgun shot. Shotgun shot. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it looks like you're throwing frozen peas at like a steel door. And to be fair, yeah. I have not been shot multiple times with a shotgun at point blank and heavy armor. So I'm not sure of the exact effect <laughs> it would have on you. But I do feel it would be more than completely negligible. It would not. Uh, and it would be back. nice if the game took yeah. that into account as well. I think it'd be pretty it'd be interesting. That hasn't happened to me. You, you mentioned like an inertia system or something like that. Like if you're just walking around in that game and someone hits you with a, a shotgun shot to the head from a pretty far distance and it just can't penetrate the helmet, but it just knocks you to the right or something, that would be pretty fucking sick. If all of a sudden your well, someone in my just goes poof. It's like, someone fuck? in my chat said that if you do get hit in the helmet with birdshot, even though it doesn't penetrate, it rings your bell and affects your vision and hearing. Is that true? It probably does. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Because you can get different, like, probably. I would hope. You, you That's can, cool. Yeah, you can get different, like, health issues in the game of turn of, of things like. Uh, Dude, that's um, fucking cool, though. Like, it doesn't go through, but it definitely, like, yeah, you know, shake vibrates your shit. Yeah. Like, you get different. You ever, you ever hit like you ever hit a, a, conditions in the game? Like, yeah. you can get like that aluminum mat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Towards the bottom. It, uh, like yeah. not at the top. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. It hurts your hands. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had a run. Uh, I I had like a pretty bad bug. Uh, there's there's a um, 
God damn it, now I'm blanking on the term. I was trying to get out of the map. And there's a thing where you can pay someone 7,000 rubles to get out of the map towards the north part. And I walked up to it and like, I don't know if it was a bug. People are saying that because I had the exact amount instead of 7,001, it bugged out and like wouldn't take the money from me. And so essentially I like walked up, sat there for 60 seconds, tried to extract. It said, nope. And then I couldn't use any items. And I got into a fight to where I started uh, bleeding. And as you bleed, you start to like lose your vision and different things affect you HP whatsoever. So like I had to trek across the map as I was losing blood and exactly what you just said, Zeke, when it came to like uh, tunnel visioning and like lines start to kind of form on your map and your, your shot kind of starts doing this, like all of that happened to me. Uh, but it was because of a bug essentially. And so like that really sucked. Um, but they don't claim to be like a 1.0 game. It's still very much beta. Um, so I can't like, I guess I can't get yeah. too upset, but I was going to ask you about sucks. that. Cause I saw it on your screen earlier. Uh, and, um, I was wondering, like, I was, I was, I, I was going to ask what you like, it, everybody was talking in, you know, deep conversation, but I was going to ask if there's like drugs in the game. Like, are you like tripping balls right now while you're playing? Cause like, you see this, and the rest is like, yeah, there's uh there's painkillers to help with that. Um, you can actually like one of the, the better things to do is when you get in a fight and you necessarily can't heal or heal all that well, or you can't like fix a limb because it takes a lot of time. You just pop a painkiller and then for the next uh, X amount of seconds, depending on the painkiller, like you're good. Um, and so, but there's a, there's a food and water system in the game. So if you pop too many painkillers, you're, uh, you start to be dehydrated. And if your hydration drops all the way to zero, then you start losing HP across the board. And then you can just flat out like pass out and you die. Uh, so there, there's a shit ton of systems going on all at once that you have to be well, super cautious. Like, <laughs> you, you started off and I was like, nah, it's in any game for me. Then you started talking about that shit. I'm like, maybe you brought me back. Maybe bring me back on this game a little bit. No, man, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, you can see me right here. Another example of how crazy this game is. Uh, in order to, like, you take bullets, and you take each bullet, and you put into a mag, one by one. Yep. yep. And then you have to take that mag and put it into a gun. And, like, another example is if your rig has all of its slots full, instead of the mag going somewhere else in your inventory, it just drops to the ground. Mm-hmm. Because the default thing is to like put it back in the in the uh, rig, take another mag out. It's a longer animation, yes. like an emergency reload. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like if you double tap reload, then it just drops completely, and it's like three hundred ms faster or something, just to pop another mag in there and get ready. So there's just like say this, crazy shit. This sounds like a game that it's not like you empty the fucking mag before you put a new one in. Yes, you don't just get down to like you know five shots left and put a new magazine in. You empty the fucking magazine, drop it, and then put a new one in. Or you find a, a building and put more bullets into that mag. <laughs> yeah, well, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you only brought like a couple mags and you have a couple big firefights, then you find a nice quiet area and uh, get packing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a lot. It, there's there's a lot going on in this game. Um, that being said, like I am enjoying it. 90% now, of the time, and then 10% of the time, just like, this fucking game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta that's Tarkov. That's Tarkov. Now, I know I know the answer to this. 99% sure of the answer. 
there's no viable like melee solution is there not really viable you do have melee weapons uh there there are completely naked like zero to hero runs yeah i think i'm guessing those are still a thing Yeah, yeah, yeah um but at the end of the day you you do need to shoot in this game to progress. Okay. Like you need okay. to work on getting better at shooting to make it to make it through. I'm just game. wondering if I could tank it up, like just just put on like the most non-penetrative body armor and just like road warrior it out there, like with huge hatchet and just like you can be a tank. You can like very much yeah, put on armor. You can play with friends too and coordinate and stuff. Yeah. But okay. playing with people you know doesn't always mean you won't kill all of them by accident. Yeah, that um, I haven't played with anyone else yet. Uh, I'm playing tomorrow with Sips for the first time, uh, who's pretty experienced in the game. Um, and I very much intend on saying, like, don't bring anything that you care about into the game because I will probably kill you. Cavern. <laughs> yeah, because there's no, like, it doesn't tell you that that guy's your teammate. It's just a dude that walks in front of you. Basically, oh, you no have to. Them, huh? No, there's no pinging wow. of any kind. What you have to do oh, wow, is cool. you basically you basically need to take a mental screenshot of the people you're playing with at the very beginning, and then every single time you look at somebody, regardless of where you think your friend is, you have to do a quick mental check to be like, "Is this my guy?" There's lots of callouts. Uh, hey, I'm reloading. Hey, I'm opening this door. Uh, you know, I'm going to the bushes to your left, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Like, it's all about communicating oh, so can... and, and listening in. But it's, okay. uh, yeah. Oof. You can use voice back and forth. Like, is there oh, any you have voice to. or you... Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. You have to use voice. You have to use voice. Well, it's like there's, that, there's... like, I, uh, you guys remember um, Saving Private Ryan? When the yeah. American soldiers, like, didn't know people were coming, they'd yell, like, thunder! And the other one would yell, like, the response to whatever that was. Yeah, yeah. It's very much that. <laughs> Marco, Polo, Marco! <laughs> you just hear, like, two guys yeah. running down. Marco, Polo! Yeah, there, there is very much, uh, I was watching a bunch. There's no in-game voice, I should note. It, you play like in Discord. Yeah. Um, also, that was a one tap on that guy right there. Pretty good, pretty good shot. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was watching Zeke, uh, like Summit, for example, has been playing a lot of this. Um, he's really good at communicating with his team. Um, so much so that like, they've kind of gotten a little bit like militarized with it, where if they get in a fight, Summit will just be like, all right, go prone. I'm I'm looking for the guy that's not prone. I'm okay. I found him. He's over there. You can stand up like that type of shit. Because you get in a in a fight in an enclosed area and you have like three people walking around. You don't know which one of those guys is making the noise is an enemy or a friend. And so it's like go prone. Fucking stop moving. Let me see if I can see a move. That type of stuff. Yeah. Um. And, and now, so, is uh, it true? Doing pretty much the same thing. Look up. Yeah. Is the last one I saw too. Yeah. Everyone glance up real quick and like all of his buddies just did like a quick look like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. What are you gonna say, Zeke? Is Wait, it true that there are no uh, atheists in foxholes? Have you? Is everybody pretty god? Like when it's time when you're getting shot? At? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, Co, you mentioned the wiggle. The AI does the wiggle now. The PM, the 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 scavs rather. You'll see them walking around, and they'll just go. <laughs> then like walk over to another way there's a bunch of times where i've i've seen the scavs and i'm like is that a player nope he's standing it wait a minute is that a player <laughs> then he'll do something where he'll like walk over to a building and like stare at the building with his gun I'm like that's an ai 
I figured out that that's an AI. Um, that was my one secret. That was my one way, my one guaranteed method. Yeah. In fact, uh, so again, Kevin's got violence is a thing. So it's true. You got, even do you not do those guys then? Like those guys, like, oh, no. Well, here's, you here's what's really cool your position. Yeah. And have we, have we told Zeke about the scav system? I don't, I don't think I, so. I, I've not explained so, it. Today. What's really cool is the way that the game works is take a, take a map. It resets. So everything's fresh. All the loot containers are hopefully full. Um, it spawns NPCs on the map. Then it spawns in the players. And then the players are fighting other players and NPCs. But during the course of the map, say the timer's 30 minutes, as the 30-minute timer counts down, waves of NPCs will spawn in called scavs. And those are actual people that are spawning in with an NPC kit. And then they can fight other NPCs, other players playing as NPCs, NPCs, and then players. So they're, they're scav runs, basically. So what's super cool about this is even if you are a terrible player or, you know, you are, you're, <laughs> or, you know, you, you don't want to use any gear on your main character out of your bank, you could, you have a scav run timer. And I think it's once every 20 minutes, if I'm not wrong. And you Something basically like can spawn in the map as a scav, do as best as you can, or sometimes you spawn in and you just have something really good on you. Like sometimes you don't even need to kill somebody. And if you get to an extraction as one of these scav runs, you get to keep all the gear on your main character. So scavrons are super low stress because like, even if you fail, whatever, it was all free load anyway. It's not like you brought anything in. There's, there's no investment. So it's yeah. all return. Um, and Is that it's how a, you always start? Really, really cool system. What's up? If you start playing the game for the first time or after a equipment wipe or whatever, do you start by just doing scavrons or not? You, everyone gets kind of basic equipment. I think that, I think when you very start, like at the very beginning when you start, usually the company oh, okay. gives you some stuff. You can buy certain versions that give you stuff yeah. in the pack. Um, but, I mean, you can start doing scav runs pretty much right when it starts, I think. You can. And uh, yeah. they can be very lucrative. Like, I, some of my best runs back when I played were scav runs. Like, I remember one scav run in particular where I, I dropped into a map and, like, right to my left, basically two groups had just, like, Hollywood-style gunned each other down. And there was one dude left bandaging himself over the corpse of like three other player characters. So I literally <laughs> he just, walked like, up. kicked him in the head or something. Dude, well, here's the best part. He was prone next to the other bodies. So I just walk up and I'm like, I wonder what's on these corpses. And then I hear this like, shit, 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 as the guy's bandaging. And I just look down. I'm like, oh, he's still alive. And just shoot him in the head. And then I loot all of them and got like incredible gear. Just like yeah. top <laughs> of the bottom, incredible gear. So then I'm like, you know, at two miles an hour, trying to get out, like with just looking everywhere, and and I didn't even—I didn't, I killed that one guy the whole round, and I walked out with like some of the best gear I'd ever had. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's it can be really fun. It can be really and, fun. And those runs are just like yeah. Unless you go in with a with a just like a, a pre-organized group, do you? Is it just all of y'all? Like scabs can kill scabs. Like everybody yes, can kill yes. everybody. Oh, I mean, not, not, not can. I know everybody can, no matter what. Yeah. I'm saying like. Is that like it's it's probably not beneficial for scabs killer scabs because they don't have anything better than what the, is it is if if oh, they oh, have okay. a gun that you want then yeah every every scab both I mean starting out like if you spawn next to a scab you guys have the same loot, loot right yes every character even if it's controlled by an AI or another person has loot on them you so no no I mean I'm I'm saying like two scabs uh, spawn in next to each other do they have the same loot no, no. it's random every oh. scab has unique loot. Yeah. Oh, oh and so by the way, randomized you almost never, loot you almost you never in spawn with. in next yeah. to each other. So when you spawn okay. in as a scab, it's almost always like away from other people. 
So um, one thing that you can do is if you if you if you and a friend queue up as scab at the exact same time, then you can get into the same map. You'll both spawn in, and then you're kind of like, okay, I'm over by the tower. Okay, well I'm by the hangar. All right, let's meet here. And then you know as you're coming around the hill and you see the other person, okay, you start wiggling or you start jumping, and then then you can kind of get together and do stuff. Now every so often there will be this magical moment when the planets align, and as you're playing a scav, you find another player scav, and all of a sudden they wiggle, and you wiggle. And it's love at first sight. And then, and then all of a sudden, you know, you don't shoot them, they don't shoot you. And then you have this like silent compatriot. And you guys can like go off into the world and do stuff. Now, unfortunately, 90% of the time you wiggle, they yeah. wiggle, so, then they shoot you in the face. That's yeah. what happens most of the time. Yeah. Um, or even worse, they partner up the whole time. And then as you're extracting, they shoot you and take all your stuff. Correct. It just happens. That happens. Yeah. <laughs> so very correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I'm understanding this correctly. There's a preordained amount of scavs that go into each map, yes? Somewhat. You can I, get I believe there's a and then like you basically like scavs. Yeah. Do you do you like a, an actual player, like a real player, like like matrix or like puppets in like like goes into an already established scab within the game? Yeah. Like, oh no, not always. Sometimes when the, when the round starts, there is a bunch of NPC scavs, and then right. as players come in, they load in in their own scavs. So they don't they don't like make well, themselves to them. They don't like go into a body. Like it's not like okay, you're going to be in a okay. firefight with someone, and all of a sudden the AI like amps up by ten because a player gets absorbed into the scab. Got like it. they That's actually like pop into the map. I'm pretty sure there's a okay. code at play because none of the maps these are not deathmatch maps. So it's very rare that you get into like big firefights with tons of people unless you're in a popular area, like the dorms and customs or something. Sure. Like, you know, usually it's like max, max, maybe like five to seven people. And that's if you get lucky and, and multiple people come at the same time, not assuming there's there's squads going on. So whenever, uh, whenever a, a scav logs in or, or zooms into the map, I'm guessing it's like it has to be a max or a minimum distance from other players and other NPCs. You never like spawn in and just immediately die most of the time unless you get unless there's like a sniper that just happens to be looking in that area or something you yeah. don't like spawn reason, in front of a guy who's aiming a gun uh kind of thing the, the reason why i ask is because people were saying that that the Seven ai factors. scabs won't won't shoot player scabs like they're it's like they're on the same team they are on the same team they won't yeah. shoot Let's until shoot. you kill them yeah right 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 if you shoot one of them then all the fucking scabs are like all right fuck you like we're gonna fight all you. of them on the map no you shot a guy well, it's not that yeah. you shot a guy. Well, it's that, that they area. just recognize that they're going to fight you is, is yes. what it is. You can get luck. If you kill oh. a scab on like the far west of customs, sometimes you can get to the far east of customs. And if you haven't killed any recently, they won't like KOS you. But if there's like a couple scabs in an area and you gun one down, the, the others will start shooting at you. Yeah. Assuming you're a player scab. Uh, players, players on player characters always get shot by scab. Always, yeah. 100%. Yep. Then, then there's scab bosses which I encountered my first yesterday, which just shoot every motherfucker in the game. Uh, they usually have a couple of guards. So at the end of this run right here that you're watching, after 30 minutes of like chilling, I was trying to extract. And oh. walked, I walked by a building, saw the building, saw a scav. And I was like, oh, I'll take some shots. And then all of a sudden, two shots later, the scav killed me. I was dead. And it was a scav guard. He just shit all over By me. the way, um, I'm... I'm gonna have to stop talking too much. But I played this game a long time ago. It's changed Apparently, a lot. Scabs, according to chat, do still. They now the whole map aggro is according yeah. to chat. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, okay. Cool. 
Yeah. yeah sorry about that. There, now, now that is how it is. It's because you, you haven't played in about a year. So there's definitely been a lot of stuff that's changed. About a year. Yeah. yeah. This game, yeah. this game it, is in heavy development. Yep. They change a lot, uh, which is cool. Like it keeps the community interested and, and into okay. it. That is now flip flopping and apparently saying I was accurate. So we're going to go with maybe, maybe that's how it is. Oh, um, okay. Use that for what you so, want. Oh, one quick question. Do, do players, do players, uh, it's actually two questions. Do players look forward to a wipe? And is there like a preparation for a, a loot wipe? Players look can forward do, to or? it. There's not really okay. prep because it, I think it wipes everything. I don't think that there's any like prep right. you can do. One of the so big issues. To it, it doesn't matter. You can just like go fucking nuts. I think, yeah. Good, Co- you're okay. One of the big issues with the game, and one of the reasons that a lot of even experienced players think that, that the devs will continue wiping even after release. Like a lot of people assume the wipes is because of like beta and you know stuff like that. It's not released. But one of the things that happens in this game is you get to this point where there's a glut, where there's a glut of equipment. So you start getting like newbie players that are just completely decked out because of how much they've played. And more importantly, experienced players, they just have everything 10 times over. Like they, they can go in with the best loot, the best ammo, best armor, the best weapons every time. And they have 30 copies of that stuff sitting in their stash. So they don't really need to worry about it. So a lot of uh, really experienced players really enjoy wipes because it kind of brings everyone back to the exact same level. It lets experienced players climb quickly and actually have their skills really you know show fast and be able to utilize that instead of the kind of thing where you know everyone on the map is running around with the best ammo and guns and all of a sudden that kind of cool dichotomy of the good players have good gear and the bad players are still trying to earn their gear isn't really there anymore yeah so yeah they're they're most likely i don't know if they've announced this maybe they have but um i'm guessing there will be wipes or at least poe style new servers um probably pretty regularly for this game's duration uh so people can kind of always it, it's really cool to get everyone on the base level again it's one of the I, I was too busy this wipe but in march there's supposedly another wipe and i have definitely gotten interested in this game enough again to like next march i'm gonna be like clearing my schedule i want to go back in and i've got this whole idea for how i want to do a playthrough that's quest focused and things like that so um but yeah you wipes know, are very much looked forward to but don't have a lot of notice yeah. what i've seen like they just kind of sneak them in they're like oh we're doing a wipe next week um, you know, so you can't really plan for them too much, but they kind of have this overarching schedule that they sort of follow. Yeah. It seems like this game would be like super ready to do something like uh, uh, Path of Exile with like themes and like goals and like, you know, different mechanics and shit like that. Like, it sounds like that would be an awesome thing to experience. Like, sure, maybe you don't like this season, but maybe you'll just fucking love next season or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it can I mean, be really core cool. game. Like, you can play the core game as, as you know, you've always played it, but also have, like, a side thing where it's like, we wiped everything, and you can play this version of blah, blah, blah. Dude, have, like, have like different contained um, um, server clusters that have, like, different delimiters. Like, have one of them where all scavs are, like, you know, all the normal scavs have been killed by, like, elite squads, so scavs are, like, super decked out for, like, advanced players. Um, you know, do other things where there's certain like weather conditions that are always persistent, like maybe a winter style server where it's like snowy and dark the whole time. Like they, they can do all sorts of fun stuff if they want to. But right now, to be fair, they're even as cool as this game is, there are still a lot of issues and things they're working out. The game definitely still has development to go. Yeah. Um, before I think they would start doing stuff. Also, uh, the reason I said March is because there's actually a big new map coming out in March. 
which is why some people think maybe they'll do another white, but it, it, it probably will be later than that most likely. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, trying out streets when it gets here too. Yeah. Cause that, that's the other thing. Zeke. This is one of, I don't know, nine maps, 10 maps in the game that are vastly different. Like there's a shopping uh, mall type map. Uh, there is a factory type map, which is like pretty PVP focused. Like, and I've spent 20 hours and barely scratched the surface on this map alone. So I haven't even seen the other fucking maps. Uh, like I haven't even spawned in them at least once. Uh, um, and they're cool. Yeah. And they're, they're like, all as, all as the fascinating as this one. Cool. Yeah. 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 Um, but it, it is very much like where I think POE has, and that's this statement somewhat, uh, you can poke holes in the statement easily. Uh, while it has kind of like a core game uh, finished mechanically, um, there are a lot of things in this game that just, uh, you know, the community chalks up to like, oh, that's Tarkov. Like, I made a statement. I, I was reluctant to make a statement like the audio in this game seems kind of shit, but everyone in the chat was like, no, it's, it's the audio's bad in this game. Like, it has some issues with it. <laughs> and we just kind of accept that. It's good for what it does, but it also has some weird issues where your footsteps sound like they're in front of you sometimes because of how like the audio is, is stereo based instead of being like 3d based or I, I I'm getting into uh, terminology and, and uh, knowledge that I'm kind of just making things up, but I don't necessarily like the audio in the game and some of that stuff is true and some of it's not. Uh, and so I, I'm not intelligent enough about the information at it to like speak about it, but I kind of wish that like they would, fix that first and foremost because i hate the fact that i have to play the game like fully jacked up with my headphones on like the highest of high so when a shot goes off my literal ears ring and impact my gameplay just so that i can hear like some motherfucker walking 30 feet away brush up against a tree right because that's what everyone else is doing in the game uh and if you're not doing that then like severe disadvantage and i get it that was probably the number one rule that i think uh, i'm still trying to learn is when i spawn into a map the objective is not to kill all the players. The objective is to find loot and get out. And that's for playing an FPS is, is one I'm still kind of like learning to do. Um, and we'll probably continue to do. Cause like I spawn into a map. It's like, I want to kill everyone. I want to play a battle Royale. Right. Uh, this one's like, well, you can try to kill a bunch of people. You're not going to kill everyone and, and live. That's just not how the game works. Um, and so I'm still kind of like learning that lesson. Um, and we'll probably continue to do so for the foreseeable future, but that's Tarkov in a nutshell. I'm sure I'll have more to say, uh, next week about it. Once I get a, a, another week into it, <clears throat> cause I don't really have any other games to play till uh, path of exile. And this is keeping my interest till then. Uh, and I've got some play dates set up for some actual group play, which will just be a complete mess. I'm sure. Uh, and I'll have stories to tell about all the team killing, uh, that has occurred, uh, between now and next week on, uh, the next show, but. That's going to do it because we're out of time. We're done. We did it. The first show of 2021 is complete. Nothing else happening in the rest of the world today. So we can just go on about the rest of our lives. With on this perfectly normal day. Yeah. Just uh, nothing at all. Just going to continue living my life and watching TV. And I think I'm going to go have a sandwich. Yeah. Okay. With uh, some potato chips and milk. That's probably a good idea. Don't turn on uh, the news at all <laughs> uh let's do some shout outs here uh zeke you want to start us off sure 
Thank you, everybody, for watching. My name is Ezekiel the Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, I will be broadcasting tomorrow, hopefully, uh, at 11 a.m. Pacific for, or excuse me, 10 a.m. Pacific with uh, continuing CD Ramathon for whatever game you guys have voted for. Um, I might be on later, but I don't know right now. I really don't know right now. So I guess I, if you want to watch me later, follow my Twitter. I'll let you know what's going on. Uh, but uh, thank you to Ko and JP for, for being wonderful co-hosts each and every week. And uh, yeah, stay safe out there. Thank we got Ko. There's some shout outs. As always, thank you to JP and Zeke this week. Uh, appreciate you guys hanging out with us in this eye of the storm as everything <laughs> has been going on around us. Uh, sometimes it's important to just relax and, well, let things happen as they're happening and figure it all out later. Uh, anyway, thank you for being here. I'll be back this evening with lots of beer to play some Pillars of Eternity 2 and hang out around 6.30. Then tomorrow, we will be back at 8 a.m. as always to do some more PoE 2 DLC. And then we're going to go into Stardew Valley this year, weekend, as we uh, figure out what's going on there. So anyway, guys, thanks for being here. See you next week. If I don't see you before then, as always, thanks for watching. Awesome stuff. Thanks to both of you for once again. I'm always like off the grid. <laughs> I do these shout outs for some reason. Uh, thanks to both of you for being here as well as the audience for being here. Uh, I'm actually going to not watch The Expanse uh, at the moment because there's much more uh, timely things to watch, I guess, to say uh, in, a, in a way. Um, so we'll probably watch that, I would think, maybe Friday or so. Um, we'll do sips tomorrow. Uh, that sounded weird. We'll play Tarkov with Sips tomorrow uh, on stream. I think DJ Weeds could also be joining us for some Tarkov, maybe Saturday or Sunday. Uh, Co, if you ever want to jump in during this uh, thing for a cozy stream or something like that, hit me up. Maybe we'll jump into some Tarkov and kill each other in record time. That'd be a great time. <laughs> you let me know. Um, and then, yeah, between now and then, uh, now and then being next week, because the show is every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, it's just going to be more Tarkov counting down to uh, path of exile next Friday, which I'm very, very excited about. Uh, there's also the, uh, path of exile announcement tomorrow, which should be a lot of fun, uh, to see what's going on in uh, the new league. So all that and more coming up. Uh, I'll let you guys know when we are going to be watching the expanse. I just don't think I could keep interest in it at the moment. Uh, that's on me, not on you guys. I apologize for that. That's it, though. Thank you guys so much for watching Drop Frames. We will see you next week for another episode. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.